When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. people um it is wednesday the 4th of january happy new year welcome to tda the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture and you know what i love that you know the first episode of the year the nigerians are um, very much present that's right brent is an honorary nigerian he loves anyway (laughs) um but i am one of your lovely lovely hosts my own royalty and they call me iman the pro-black activist TDA producer and news analyst, Melanin Jampact. That is right. Before we get into all of this here, mm-hmm. guys, like the video, okay? Let's start the year on good energy. Let's start the show on good, great vibes. So like the video, subscribe to the channel. This year, you guys need to get us... <laughs> <laughs> I love mugs so much. <laughs> Why have you got shorts on? It's winter. Huh? It's actually winter. Breaking the algorithm. <laughs> he walked in and I saw his, I saw his um, kneecaps. I said, yeah, you're done. <laughs> but no, guys, like the video, subscribe to the channel. And also, 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 go and check out our Twitter page, The Day After TNB, and kindly retweet the last tweet, okay? It's a synopsis of what we're going to be talking about today. Just... Do all that great stuff. It helps to share the content. It helps to helps our algorithm. Helps all that great stuff. Helps helps us to grow. And I know you guys want us to grow because you know which is. So um. And please get in the habit of doing it daily. Make it a routine. Please, that will be lovely and that will be appreciated. But I hope you guys had a lovely new year. Happy new year to all. <laughs> Caught on camera and everything. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny, boy. I don't get the whole funny bone concept. It's very, very silly. Funny about it. Yeah, there's nothing funny about it. How are you? You need a moment? I'm paid. Yeah, I could tell. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. That's good. That's good. Everyone good? I'm Everybody good. all right? Yeah, man. How's it was New Year? Rubbish, bro. Rubbish? Mm. Why? I didn't do that. Whose fault is that? Hmm? Whose fault is that? I know, I'm not complaining. I know, but it's what you said, like, rubbish, man. Like, oh. you're prevented from doing something. I prevented myself from doing that. It's overrated. I think we'll do that. It's good though. Sometimes it's nice to just, you know, enter the new year in a calm, mm-hmm. zen, zen vibe. I mean, I was in a bar doing shots. 
So you didn't do anything. Like you didn't do something. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Mm. Have you seen always, you, always, after you start swapping kites, mate. I'm always in a bar doing shots. To be fair, so that's just like. A... I suppose, do you know what? To you guys, it's not crazy. <laughs> to the outside eye. It is because you'll be doing shots and swapping clothes. It's wild. It's very wild. <laughs> but uh, what did I do? Oh, I went to. I finally went to Taser's um, Taser and Chucky's R and B. Events. It? Yeah, oh, it was the really karaoke good. one. Yeah, it was really good. I was supposed to go, but I was too damn bad. It was really good. Mm. It was really really good. Um, it was really really fun. Big up Taser. I was gonna um, shut it down. I was gonna take the stage. You know. Yes. Oh no! You, yeah, you been good on the stage. You Should have come, man. Oh, I went up for it, man. Like I was. I was ropey, man. I was like seventy <laughs> percent, and I'm just like, oh, I can't do this, man. I said, no, nah, you know so what? I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm staying in my house. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. What song would you have done though? Oh yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah, you actually, you would have hugged Mike. <laughs> they would have, have, have had to have a word with you. Let <laughs> go. No, I don't know. Mm. I, uh, I was, I was, mm. Possibilities are endless, man. Could have, could have been a moment. It would have been a moment. I think it would have been a moment. The guys who actually came up on stage, obviously the girls were always, you know, mm. the, big up the girls. The girls always serve, but the guys that came up, they were really in the element. Mm. Like, they were really giving nights. Like, do you know what gets me? Is when the people, um, when artists lean in with the mic, mm. <laughs> like mm. a James Brown type of vibe, <laughs> lean in. And the guys were leaning in. I said, okay. It was really, really fun. So what, you didn't get on the stage? Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> 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 I am there to cheer people on. I'm not there to be on the stage. Mm. I, I'm only on the stage when I'm talking. Okay. In my in my career field. Mm. Other than that, I'm I'm good. But it was really really fun. Um, yeah, it was really really good. Great vibes. Um, yeah. You're such a character. <laughs> you know, what are you doing now? It's hard. It's dented. Oh, Look. you actually you say dented. You got a scratch. It's not a scratch. It's a it's indentation. All right. Mm. It's down <laughs> <laughs> it's no, I'm down bad. It hurts. It hurts. I was sending an email. Do you know I came here yesterday? Why? Because I thought we were recording. It was back holiday. No, it wasn't. It was Scotland's one. That's a still. That's technically we're British. Yeah, but that's if it. Mm. That's if we're British. No, we're not. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> that's what it was. You know. Because Brent was like, Brent was so shy for me. And I, I, honestly, I was shy for myself too. Mm. But I think it's because when I looked at the calendar, I was like, oh, it's a bank holiday. And mm. then I finally clocked last week. It wasn't a bank holiday. So I was like, okay, we'll be here. But... No, it is a bank holiday. It says it on my phone that it's a bank holiday. I thought it was a bank holiday yesterday. No, it wasn't. What? People were at work yesterday. It's a Scottish bank holiday. It's a Scot yeah, Scotland's one. Okay. Yeah, well, it's all linked, isn't it? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Your employer wouldn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, we get Scottish bank holidays, isn't it? Surely. No, we don't. What? No, we Why did. would you want to I get mean, these we, did. we did yesterday. <laughs> we definitely did yesterday. I could not believe it. I was oh, fuming, man. Hmm. But I had no one else to blame for myself. So. <laughs> Here we are. But yeah, should we get into the show? Let's do it. All right. Okay, so our first headline... Feels like we're going around in circles. It's about COVID. <laughs> yeah, man. So exactly. So Beijing has criticized recently imposed testing requirements on passengers from China and threatened countermeasures against countries involved. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning said at a briefing, we believe that the entry restrictions adopted by some countries targeting China lack scientific basis, and some excessive practices are even more unacceptable. 
We are firmly opposed to attempts to manipulate the COVID measures for political purposes and will take countermeasures based on the principle of reciprocity. The comments were China's sharpest to date on the issue as Australia and Canada this week joined a growing list of countries requiring travelers from China to take a COVID test before boarding their flight. China is experiencing a nationwide outbreak of the coronavirus after abruptly easing restrictions that were in place for much of the pandemic. Other countries, including the US, UK, India, Japan, and several European nations have announced tougher measures on travelers from China amid concerns over a lack of data on infections in China and fears of the possibility that new variants may emerge. The next headline is related to COVID as well, but here in the UK, and the Health Secretary, Steve Barkley, has said flu and COVID have put massive pressure on the NHS and reducing backlogs caused by the pandemic will take time. Speaking amid mounting concern over hospital delays, he said the government was working on freeing up beds. He said that this would relieve pressures in A&Es and on ambulance services, but the pandemic has led to more people waiting for care and has worsened the health of the most vulnerable. Mr. Barkley said that people with conditions like heart disease had been reluctant to come forward for support at times during the pandemic, and this was a major factor in the demands now being seen. He acknowledged the NHS was facing huge challenges, but said the government was providing extra funding to help. This includes a £500 million winter fund that has been set up to help hospitals discharge patients who are medically fit to leave but cannot because of a lack of support available in the community. And the last headline is about the Pope. Um, one of your favourite guys, Esther. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, thousands more people are queuing outside St. Peter's Basilica to pay their respects to the late Pope Benedict XVI, who is lying in wait in the Vatican for one more day before his funeral on Thursday. The Vatican said about 25,000 more people had visited the body by noon on Tuesday, following the 65,000 who passed by Benedict's remains on Monday. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban was among the thousands paying tribute yesterday, following Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Meloni in going to St. Peter's Basilica and standing beside Benedict's body for a few minutes with his head bowed in prayer. Benedict became the first pontiff in 600 years to step down from the role in 2013, citing ill health. Pope Francis, who's 86, has been carrying on his normal workload since Benedict died. Francis will preside at Benedict's funeral in St. Peter's Square on Thursday, with tens of thousands of mourners expected to attend. Because Benedict was no longer a reigning pontiff when he died, official delegations have been limited to those from Italy and his native country, Germany. A Vatican spokesperson, Matteo Bruni, said that the liturgy for Thursday's funeral mass will be based mostly on that for a reigning pope, with some minor modifications, particularly in the prayers. Is it not one pope at a time, or do they have multiple popes? It's, it's always one at a time, but this guy, yeah. he was a pope, but he stepped down because of ill health. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of like a, a pope by, by name. By association. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So he's still getting some of the praise as pope, you know okay. what I'm saying, pretty much. So when they're doing the funeral thing, it's going to be similar to that of a normal pope, but kind of restricted in certain areas. Okay. And that's it, yeah. Oh, he's with Elizabeth now, so it's all yeah. lovely. Mm -hmm. Church reunion up in there. That's right. <laughs> Let's get into what were you saying, topic of the day. <laughs> They're not brethren, do they? Well, you know that was shady, didn't it? <laughs> did you not think? <laughs> did not think I made that with a wholesome heart, did you? I'm starting off light this year. That's right. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you got to warm them up. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, 
Um, I think that's probably one of Esther's New Year's resolutions. It sure is. It sure <laughs> is. <laughs> so today's topic of the day, yeah. Um, I was thinking, should we touch on some New Year resolutions? But I was thinking, let's make that into a more broader thing, right? Yeah. And basically, I was, I was watching something. Somebody was talking about relationship and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not obviously just like partner, partner relationship. But, but like friendships, yeah, family And basically says that most of us tend to have um, a transactional way of viewing relationships. Mm. More so, what can you do for me? Because you can do something, I'll be your friend. Yeah. That type of thing. And feels like that's probably the breakdown in society in, in terms of um, just proper community. Mm-hmm. Should it go back, basically, to how... We used to form friendships, or, or maybe as kids would um, form friendships, where it's like, mm-hmm. you're just a good person. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We, like, we've got chemistry, compatibility, you're honest, mm-hmm. we just gel. You know what I'm saying? Should that be a, basically the way we should view relationships going forward? More so than the whole transactional way? I think I kind of do both, you know? Mm. I feel like we can be friends. I don't necessarily have to be getting anything from you. However, okay. if I'm getting trouble from you, then you got to go. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, but then obviously there's certain relationships where it is, I feel, I feel like the most transactional relationships are actually um, romantic relationships. Mm. I feel like your friendships, because you hear that like, people will tolerate more from their friends than they will from their partner. And also from, from family. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then romantic relationships is where people say, you know, you're not giving me this, so I've got to kind of go. But then you'd be having useless friends for donkey years. Mm. I used to kind of keep that. Mm-hmm. But I think I think a healthy balance, if that does exist, needs to be there. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, I don't mind not getting... I give more, to be honest, to people than they, than I get from people. Okay. But I don't mind that. As long as you're not giving me stress, mm-hmm. that's fine. But if you're giving me stress and problems and chaos, mm-hmm. then I'm like, going to tap out. Do you feel that's a reflection of where you are in life? So let's let's just say you mm. were super busy. You yeah. own four different businesses. Yeah. Like you were doing bare different things. Yeah. You feel like you have the same approach in terms of um, you giving more than what you're getting. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, because my giving more is more... Like obviously I'll be there for people physically if they want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really have time for that. But I'm more of an emotional <laughs> giver. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm more mm. the emotional emotional friends okay so if you need like someone to be there for you someone to talk to someone to go through an issue with that i'm more there mm-hmm. difficult when it it requires me physically appearing somewhere because i don't I, my time is very limited mm. do you get I mean so that i wouldn't say i'm more present physically than anything else but that's i'm thinking of like family like birthday sorry birthday dinners and all that mm-hmm. stuff i don't want to call it crap it's rude all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not always going to be there, like parties and stuff. It's not really my thing. But if something happens to you today and you let me know, mm-hmm. I'm at your door tomorrow morning. Like mm. that's that's that kind of friend I am. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, I just yeah. Okay, makes sense. What are you marks? Where are we going again? <laughs> Transactional relationships, or more so, like relationships where. It's just based on yeah. I like you. I like you. You're a good, You're person. A good person. I mean, vibes are overrated, man. Mm. Okay. I feel like all vers- all all um relationships should be transactional mm. in the sense of like if you're not if you're not if you're not um what's the word I'm looking for now. 
if you're not like bringing something to the table in advance of my yeah. life, making it better in some way, yeah, you're either, mm-hmm. you're either making it worse, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. or you're not doing nothing. Or you're like, mm-hmm. or you're just there idle, yeah, mm-hmm. which both is, Ain't it? which both is a waste. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? That yeah. we should always be trying to do the self improvement thing, mm. self betterment thing, and obviously it works both ways. Obviously, it's give and take in it that you should be wanting to bring something to people's life as well. I think, yeah, yeah because. Like I was saying, the devil makes work for idle thumbs and that. So if you're not doing nothing and there's nothing going on, then it's more than that. You're just going to lead to 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 trouble or like yeah. or not necessarily trouble, but just like a waste and that. I feel like you're you're also you'll be like a liability. Yeah. And that's strain on me. It's everywhere really. You're not really bringing good things, are you? Mm. But then, but then, if you if you kind of look at it like, um, what can this person do for you, right? There should be some type of benefit, right? Mm. In, maybe in, ter- <clears throat> in terms of reaching your goals or this and the third. Mm. Are you not necessarily considering if that person could potentially snake in the future? What's what, what, what you know? What I'm saying. What takes precedent for you? I don't have the capacity for that. I don't have the capacity. What do you mean? Say that again. Could, like, are you, are you considering that 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 person could potentially snake in the future? Like, do so you trust just, them? Yeah, exactly. So let's just say you think you know what this person can help me get to the, um, this particular place in life, right? Mm. Um, like, I don't know, we, we, you know, I'm trying to think of a scenario. Let's just say you get into business with them, right? Okay, yeah. And then later on down the line, you've invested a certain amount, you've progressed. Yes, they opened doors for you to get to a certain place. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's, you know, it makes sense to you. But then when you get to a certain place, they snake you, take the whole business, or, or I don't know, do something else, basically, where it's like you like don't benefit. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm mean, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what do you, what, so what do you put in place to stop that from happening, you're saying? Like, I'm I'm just saying basically, like, would you like? Are you considering that that type of um, personality in in a in a person mm-hmm. when you're actually looking at what they can do for you? No, not really. Because people who can't do nothing for you can still snake you. People got the audacity to. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the cheekiest ones as <laughs> you well. You know what I'm trying to say? They're not they're, yeah. they're nothing still, but taking everything. And they're the ones that will probably that familiarity and that mm. you get me and take advantage of it and they're comfortable and think they can take a extra mile and all that you get me it probably mm. more likely from from those people that are just yeah. either the ones that you probably least expect it from as well because you yeah. think right you got a cheek to be trying to do this uh, not to say that it's more likely in from from either scenario but it's yeah. all possible from any scenario yeah. from 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 any scenario yeah. okay you get me i think if you're keeping people around you whether you think they can do something for you or not it's their personality or loyalty or whatever is, yeah. comes into question and you probably shouldn't really have them around you anyway regardless of what they can do for you but I think also that like, people serve different um, roles mm. do you get what I mean so not everyone will be able to help in my goals some people is just like they're just company like when mm. you want to ha- go out to eat there's that one friend that you know that will always be down and just that company mm-hmm. they serve their that, that purpose mm. so hardly ever someone really ever like completely useless like mm-hmm. You really bring nothing, not nothing. a damn thing yeah. to the table. I guess in those cases, you just probably wouldn't talk to them anyway. Nah. On a day to day. Because w- w- why? <laughs> what well, it's like what you're saying. It's the stuff for just for no reason, isn't it? They mm. might be funny or something. Cool. That's bringing something though. That's where the, your funny yeah, friend yeah, bringing yeah, something. Because yeah. they lighten the mood. Do you get what I mean? If you're feeling mm. down, you're like, I call this person. Mm-hmm. They'll make me laugh or whatever. When I'm with this person, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. But someone who is just there and all they ever do is just take from you, whether it's emotionally, whether it's mentally, whatever mm-hmm. it is, come to you for advice. You can't do whatever it is that they can come to you for, you can't come to them for. Mm. That's a liability. Mm. It's a child. Do you guys, do you feel like all of this, like, 
um, everything, everything that we're discussing now, yeah, is pretty much reflect. Uh, and basically, your answers are a reflection of where you are in life. Do you ever look at your friendship groups here yeah, and think to yourself, "I could do better, man," <laughs> or, or I'm, "I'm lucky here"? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need to step up. Yeah, well, we place people out, man. Some mm. people are all the time, man. These people are shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> some shit friends. No, you having your friends in the rotor. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'll be swapping them out. I'll be looking to improve all the time, man. <laughs> that is so these funny. are these, like you're cool and all that, but if you're not bringing enough to the table, this ain't mm. gonna work for me, man. Mm. We got. Yeah. yeah. When when did you start thinking that way though? Uh. And what and what what do they need to bring to the table to remain in that friendship group? Is there anything that benefits me? Okay, it could be anything. <laughs> yeah. make, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Anything that benefits me. Mm. Anything that benefits me, man. Yeah, just I don't know, man. It's like it's like because that's like your friendship group and stuff like that. Like, that's like your community, innit? Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if your community can't support you, then you're damn bad, mm-hmm. really. You know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, it's not just like, obviously, it's not just all about, oh, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? Because again, it's supposed to work both ways. You're supposed yeah. to bring something for them. To, to, to the table, you get me? Definitely. But it's like, yeah, nah, man, we're adults, man. In this day and age, man, you've got to be bringing something to the table, like, mm-hmm. more than just vibes. Yeah. And if you are just vibes, then you can only, there's only so many just vibes friends you can have. That's mm. the thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Mm. I have 10 just vibes friends. That's ridiculous. Your friends that are just just vibes friends, yeah. Do you ever try to make them see the light and become friends that can be that can benefit you in different ways, so that you can benefit them in, in different ways as well? No, that's their use. That's, mm. that's the thing. Everyone's got different. Like everyone plays different roles. Okay. Like there's different friends I will go to for different things. Mm-hmm. Even if I just think of something like say advice, for example. Mm-hmm. There's friends I'll go to for family advice. There's friends I'll go to for relationship advice. There's friends I'll go to for friendship advice, work advice. Mm-hmm. If, I feel like everyone's got their different gifts and strengths. And yeah. unless someone wants to change, then I would encourage you to change. Mm-hmm. But typically I don't I wouldn't try and make someone change unless it's like a flaw. Okay. And I think just being I think being a just vibes friend, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a flaw. Because we need people like that. True. True. Yeah, do you do you see okay so when obviously it kind of comes with kind of like a negative connotation yeah well just vibes yeah <laughs> the littiest people <laughs> all right cool so if someone said to you you know what Esther's, yeah she's just one of my just vibes friends would you see that as a, a bit of an insult no of course not i'm the apple in someone else's eye that's your business <laughs> <laughs> that's what you that's what you require for me and that's what you get mm. but i am again i serve different roles in people's lives so i'm okay with that mm. okay so so let's just let's just say something came up in your life, yeah. Um, in terms of like investment. Yeah. Someone like someone in your investment um friendship group, yeah, tells you, look, you can make a hundred K in this year. All you need to do is I don't know, drop ten K, this, that, and the third. Mm. That information, do you keep it only with your um serious friendship group? Okay. Or do you kinda tell the just vibes bring guys up, as well? Bring them in. Yeah. No, How because again, because, you know, it's some people just don't get certain things. Do you know what I mean? Some people mm. just don't get certain things. Like, there's certain people that, for them, like, something can be a waste of money. Or, you know what I mean? You can just tell how people, certain people think. Mm-hmm. Some people think, like, longer term, for, oh, like, invest and blah, blah, and, like, career goals and blah, blah. And then some people just think, now I'm happy to survive now. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that because, it, again, it serves them. It serves the life that they, they live. But I wouldn't think, it's not everybody that you can um, bring into stuff. Mm. It definitely isn't. So I wouldn't. Nah, I wouldn't. 
be like, oh, I'm going to just bring someone, say, like a, a one of my party friends, for example, mm-hmm. bring them into investment. They don't. That's not their strength. They're not going to, it's not going to benefit them. And they're not going to see the benefit of this. Because mm. I can't have someone who doesn't know about that area, then trying to put me off, or trying to question why it is that I'm involved in that area. Mm-mm. True. But then, okay, let's just say now, that continues now. And for example, over the um, span of like five years, you become a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. And you're just vice friend. It's just the same way, yeah? yeah? Nothing wrong with that, but it's still yeah. the same way. Does that now not increase the distance between you guys? And eventually one day you just no longer friends. No, no, no. I, I need more vibes as a millionaire. You may, you, you get, you may get some millionaire friends who are just vibes. Just vibes like yeah. Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes is different now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know what it is as well? But I think, because sometimes you see people who are like famous and their friends have been friends that they've been with since they were like kids and stuff here. But then I just think you outgrow people that you're meant to outgrow. I think, I, I can't think of any of my friends now. If I if we became distant in the future, mm-hmm. because we just outgrown each other, maybe we can't relate to so, so much anymore. And mm. that's okay. Okay. But but I'm someone, I, am, I, I do understand that I am someone who works from a place of privilege where I don't carry friendships on my head like that. Mm. Like, it's not my be it and end or I will die in the line. Like, you can cut me off and I'll come to a, to a birthday dinner. Mm. She said, I'll be all right, hon. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not dying for it. Okay. If there's an investment investment opportunity for me and my groups of friends, I tell everybody and I give a disclaimer. What's the disclaimer? This is not financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell them, I tell them I'm doing this. Yeah, mm. I'm not suggesting that you do the, do this. I'm just but letting you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would, I would feel a way if even if as I know it's a sure thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'd feel a way if only my investment friends um, benefited from this, knowing full well it could, it could bring joy and happiness yeah. to my vibes friends. But then you know, mm. like your vibes, because you know what is. Some people, you just know that they don't believe in certain things. So even if you brought it to them, yeah, they'll just be like, oh, no, it's a scam or it's a pyramid. That's like, right. I, mean? so I don't want them to come around and tell me crap. Yeah, like, but see... Why don't you tell me? Yeah, but so someone I'm like putting that, out there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, but you see, someone like that, if I know that's how you always talk, yeah. I'm not wasting my breath and my phone and my minutes. Mm. I can't bother because I know where this is going to go. We've spoken about certain things and I think with friendships as well, because my friends, like, I, to know their use and to know what they're... Not their use, but you like their strengths and stuff. Mm-hmm. I gauge different type of things with them. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so when I see that, yeah, you don't care about like you don't care about this area of life or career talk and blah blah. I can't bother, man. Mm. But if I'm I'm someone, if I you know if I if I do well in life, my friends will enjoy. Okay. Nah, no. Rather they don't want to kill me there. Nah, 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 nah. Sweet, sweet. Well, you know, sweet, 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 sweet. And this is why it's up to tell everybody, right? Because well, you're not going to give them enjoyment. No. <laughs> I gave them an opportunity. You're and brutal. If, if they're telling me, nah, 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 it's a spam, it's a pyramid scheme, all that crap, then when I'm up, I'm not helping you. Brent! No, sorry. No, sorry. the Christian in you. you, would you what you, would Jesus you, do? You can't be screaming, screaming like that outside the club and then when it is, I'm up. I, no, 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 no. Wow, no, no, Brent. No. Sorry, sorry. Mm. I, I apologize. Anything you tell me, I'm going to be I've believe told you, I've told you. I've told you, I've told you. That's crazy. So, Brent, do you feel like you've got um, a healthy balance between. Just five friends and the other serious friends. What kind of friend is he, man? <laughs> vibes. Vibes. You say just vibes. Just, just, just vibes. vibes. Right? Do you take offense to that, you man? He shouldn't. No, not at all. No? <laughs> what kind of friend is Brent? Just vibes. <laughs> Bad vibes, is it? 
the one he can't steer wrong because my ascension is too much for him. Don't try that. Don't try that. I make him feel away. Damn. <laughs> so you're telling me if, you, if there was an investment opportunity, you told Iman, Iman's like, I'm you know what? Screaming to him. <laughs> so basically, him. Brent was at you when he said he's not me. I'm being screaming. God damn! <laughs> Goodness me! Damn so it. yeah, so like Brent, in terms of like, um, I guess like, say you're making new friends this year, there would they be more likely to be transactional relationships, or you know? <laughs> I actually believe that every single relationship is a transaction in some okay. form or fashion. Mm. So hundred percent. Mm. But geared towards what then? It could. My vibes friend, it could be, they make me feel good. Okay. They take me away from my mundane routine. Okay. Everything for me, I believe is a transaction. Mm. I know, I believe that transactional relationships have bad PR. Yeah, but I don't think they're bad, you know. Because mm. it is, every, if, we're, if everyone's going to be honest here, every relationship, every friendship in some kind of way mm-hmm. is some, in some way transactional. Yeah, yeah. It, ha- it is. Mm. True. But then... People tend to complain a lot if, for example, that person who you considered only, you know, in a particular way, yeah. does you wrong. Because you wouldn't necessarily expect that from somebody who's like your, like, you know what I'm saying, your proper friend. So you can yeah. complain about that. But if, mm-hmm. if you're only seeking a particular thing from this particular person, yeah. then if they do you wrong, then it's like, well, it's just no, part and Because imagine, okay, imagine well, one of your friends. What, you, what are you seeking from them? What have, yeah. they done, have they done you wrong? Um, let's just say in business. Okay, imagine, yeah, but imagine mm. you're one of your, say you, you got a friend where it's just, this is just a business friendship. Mm-hmm. They're snaking in business. Are you complaining about that? I mean, t- to some degree, yeah. But yeah. by the same time, I can somewhat expect it. You really? Yeah. I expect because good from everybody. Bu- no, but, no, you see, but in a business I world. I expect good from strangers that I just met on the train. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I just think that's how human beings should be. That's how my. But are they? That's the They're thing. not yet, and to be fair, like I think when I experience stuff, it's like okay, wow, well, shocker, but okay. Mm. But I go around life really expecting good from people. I can't, I don't have the capacity to think that someone might snake me. Like, obviously, I'm smart about it, mm-hmm. and I pick up on little, like little things mm-hmm. people will not know that I, they pick up on. I pick up on them, so mm-hmm. I, I can see traits on people miles away. Mm-hmm. Thank God for discernment. However, I don't go around with the expectation that you will disappoint me. Even if I don't expect much from you, if mm. you disappoint me, I will still feel disappointed. Yeah. It's a lot of emotional burden to carry around, yeah, but mm. it works for me because it's easier. I can't, I can't go, I just can't live mm. expecting to be betrayed, expecting to be mm. snicked, expecting to be hurt. That's a lot. Yeah. Makes sense. There's something else I was going to ask you. Um, okay. So obviously we like to do extremes here, yeah. So if you, <laughs> if, you can only pick, if you can only pick one, mm-hmm. yeah, going forward, let's just say you can only make ten friends this year. Mm-hmm. Would those ten friends be friends where it's like the genuine, honest friends? You gain nothing from them, um, type of friends. When, you know what I'm saying? Like in terms of your progression in your life, career progression, or whatever it may okay. be. Yeah, or these are friends acquaintances or whatever in a networking business type of world where it's like okay cool we can progress certain you know what i mean into, into certain areas what would you prefer if you had to choose networking man it's easy 
Mm. Yeah, let me just interject here. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it would definitely be networking. Mm. I don't. Okay. I don't see if given the option, mm-hmm. like the way my life is and what I want to do, pro- like in terms mm-hmm. of progressing forward, I don't see the benefit of friends who are just there for fun. Mm. For me personally, no, not necessarily just for fun, but yeah. more like um, let's just say like the type of th- traits that you you got in your friends. Yeah. That you've known from since you was a kid, mm. you can trust them, mm. but they don't necessarily—they're not rich, for example. They—they yeah. they, they don't have necessarily certain skills and and links to certain things yeah. to progress you. Yeah. But they're genuine people. Yeah. Real good people. Yeah. Still. No, but what are you saying? I have, to, I have to get rid of them. No, I'm saying like, yeah. So your new friends, yeah. Would you prefer a group of those type of friends or a group of those networking type of business type of friends that can get you to achieve yeah. all everything you want to achieve? Do I have? But if, the question I'm asking is: mm. In this scenario, do I have to stop communicating with my old friends? No, 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 no. No, you still got your 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 friends as now. But this year, you have a cap on making new friends, and these new friends could obviously direct where you're going. Like, yeah, but that's a no-brainer. Then you're giving me the luxury of keeping my great. Yeah, friends. yeah. I was gonna say you should have said we, we don't <laughs> get to keep the friends. Yeah, no, that's how you went. Yeah, but then, you then, then but then where's where's the disparity then? If I can keep my old friends mm. and make new friends who I network with, then which I do. What's the what, where's the dilemma here? <laughs> I, th- I think... I yeah, think, I, I hate you. Because I, I, thought, I thought you were asking us whether mm. our friends moving forward are only networking friends. Even better. Or they are... Yeah, you're losing your touch. <laughs> it's the first show of the year. What the heck? Well, no. Mark said he's he's going to drop his day one friend. Yeah, he didn't it? even know when the full extent that? of the scenario. <laughs> I just not going to drop my day one friends. If your friends watch It wasn't this, about then, dropping you... friends. And then even so, my day one friends... He's like... I don't give a shit what day. <laughs> I don't give a shit what day you're on, man. Like, you don't give a shit what day you're on. If you're not bringing it out to the table, you need to get the fuck out of here, man. This is what we're doing. I'm on a nepotism thing, man. If you can't bring it out to the table, because it's not what you know, it's who you know. I can't lie. I don't think I would have kept it. My good friend, my other friends. I don't, know if, I don't think I would have. I don't think I can live a life If you've got a rubbish got circle of friends, yeah, you don't want to swap rubbish. them out. They're not rubbish. <laughs> They are rubbish. No, they don't not. do nothing. They can't do nothing. No, no, because what do you need? Everything, mm. bro. Yeah, but if we're going to the scenario of I've only got acquaintances and it's all career, I can't, I can't, I'm not that way driven. There's so I'd rather have no my friends one... where, because I'm already driven for what I want to achieve, right? Okay. So I'd rather have my friends who can, when I go out into the world and I'm networking, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I can relax with my friends. I can't, because acquaintances, like having acquaintances, they're not your friends. That means you guys just do business by a blah, and then you mm. just, and your life is just you. You'd be surprised you how much people are given, with. you know. Mm. I'm an emotional person. You I need be emotional su- You'd be surprised needs. how much people are given. And obviously, man, chatting shit, like, obviously, like, I understand the logic of um, hard work and all that, yeah. Mm. But it don't really work like that, bro. People reward hard work. You know what I'm trying to say? People do, but I think I'll be doing the work here where... Obviously, everyone needs that. You need to. Like, it's good to network like, and whatever. But you can get it out of the mud, yeah. But for the most part, it's like everybody needs a helping hand. And most people, it's like I'm saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like a lot of the things that you've got is people that give them to you and people that will boss you on them. And obviously, you just don't give that willy nilly in it. Mm-hmm. So the mindset of if you work hard, you'll get stuff right, yeah. But sometimes, just people will see you working hard mm-hmm. and say, oh, you deserve the benefits of what I could bring to the table because mm-hmm. you're earning it. Do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say? So you work to a level to where you can get bossed, but everybody needs bossing, mm. like, on nearly all levels. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, you need that nepotism, that people that connect, that link, that, oh, I'm going to boss you on this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to hook you up here, I'm going to... If no one in your circle, yeah, 
can benefit your life in no way, shape or form, yeah, then you're just going to be treading water, you're just going to be pissing in the wind. How are you going to advance? You can though. It's still possible to advance. It's harder. No, until it's you go, harder. It's harder you're going to advance sure. when you work hard and work your way up to you go meet some new friends mm. or someone mm. new yeah. that can boss you and put you where you need to be. And then over time, we're going to grow distance because your circle's going to change in that. Like, you, you know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's definitely harder. It's definitely harder. But I don't think that I can live a life where that is my only circle. My only circle are like career people and we're not friends, we're acquaintances. So that means I can't be going through something and call you up about it. You don't care. Is it an investment? No? Okay, bye. That's a lot. No, that's yeah. true. I think we've all got emotional needs that need to be met. I yeah. think that the new friends can make meet those. I think the new friends I'm going to make are hybrids. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that as well. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Why can't we just make hybrid friends? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> With the hybrids, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up. Man. Did you set New Year's resolutions? Is there... Not really, you know. Not really. Um, one thing that, uh, that I guess I was thinking was um, just to read more, man. Mm. That's definitely something. I say that almost every year, but to be fair, this year I'm make more of an effort to read more. Mm. What about you? Oh, no, I ain't saying none of that shit. I'm... <laughs> I'm, I'm good. <laughs> All right, Yusuf? No, no, no. Mm. I want to travel more. Okay. How many times did you travel last year? Not a lot, man. Four, I think. Okay. Mexico, Dior, Barca, and then Sweden the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Four. Mm. It's not that much, is it? This year, I want to go... Australia. Australia? Toronto. Jamaica. I've never had anyone say they want to get to Australia. Uh, it's not far. It's on my too, bucket list. Too far for really? me. Man. It's 24 hours. Yeah. That's like how like, I see time. that in Japan. Are they, a day, are they a day ahead of us? Something like this. Yeah. Like, it's like 12 Almost. hours in front or something like that. Yeah, it's like their night crazy. time. It's like their night time now. So you get there, you basically arrive yesterday. Well, it's their summer Spending now, time. isn't it? Mm, it's their summertime yeah. now. Is it? Mm. It's crazy. But yeah, it? just because um, just because it's not far and it's somewhere that I'll probably only ever go once in my life, like I might have never ever ever go there or go there once. Mm. That kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what it's like. I want to see Japan in the nighttime, skyline mm. thing, all that kind of stuff. So I'll see if I could do some more traveling. Yeah. Brazil. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, Brazil. Like proper places. I'm gonna start going some proper places now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I get you. So you get me? Not just vibes places. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> Some culture. You get me? History, all that stuff. Mm. Let's see where I go on with that. So hopefully I get to do that. Absolutely. Hmm. All right, should we get to our next headlines? Let's do it. Thank you. Okay, so our next headline is about the Russia-Ukraine war once again and Russia pointing the finger. So the deaths of dozens of Russian soldiers in a New Year missile strike on a building in occupied eastern Ukraine have prompted recriminations among critics of the Russian military. Russia's defense ministry has said so far um, that 63 people were killed in the Ukrainian attack on Makiva, Makivka at around midnight on New Year's Eve. One commander's wife accused the West of trying to destroy Russia, but elsewhere military leaders were accused of incompetence. Ukraine says as many as 400 people were killed or wounded at Makiva, 
and, and numbers into the hundreds have been have been given by Russian nationalists on social media. However, there's no way of verifying how many soldiers were killed when the US made Himars missile hit a vocational college packed with conscripts. Ammunition was also being stored close to the site, which was reduced to rubble. Whatever the number, this is the highest number of deaths acknowledged by Russia since it invaded Ukraine in February last year. Rallies were held in several cities in Russia's southwestern region of Samara, where the governor, Dmitry Azarov, said many of the conscripts had lived. Next headline is a very sad news, man, and this is um, about the violence that's occurring in Burkina Faso. And the bodies of 28 people were shot dead. Um, yeah, who were shot dead have been discovered in Burkina Faso's northwestern town of Nuna. Uh, a civil society group blamed the killings of armed, unarmed civilians claiming to be members of a government-backed volunteer force fighting jihadists. The government did not comment on the claim, but said it was still investigating. Burkina Faso has been hit by a decade-long insurgency that has displaced nearly 2 million people. The military seized power in Burkina Faso last January, promising an end to attacks. But of course, the violence still rages. The government said that the bodies were discovered on the 30th and the 31st of December. It's condemned the unacceptable violence and called for calm pending the outcome of an investigation. The incident had occurred at a time when the government had initiated the mobilization of the whole people for unity of action in the fight against terrorism, it said. The government has formed the Homeland Defense Volunteers, the VDP, recruiting civilians into its ranks to fight militant Islamists. A civil society group, the Collective Against Impunity and Stigmatization of Communities, CISC, said that armed civilians claiming to be members of the VDP carried out the killings in retaliation for an attack by suspected militants between the 29th and the 30th of December. But of course, there's no independent confirmation of this claim. And the last headline is about how the UK is beginning to view Iran. So the UK is preparing to formally declare that Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, which is ILGC, is a terrorist organization. The legal change will mean that it becomes a criminal offense in the UK to belong to that group or to support its activities. Whitehall sources said no announcement was imminent and many details remain to be sorted out. But they said it was broadly correct to say the government intended to prescribe the IRGC. The prescription, first reported by the Daily Telegraph, would follow a similar decision made by the US in 2019. And it would mark a further hardening of the UK's position towards Iran after intelligence agencies said the country posed a direct threat, citing 10 plots against British or UK-based individuals over the last year. There were reports last November of an Iranian hit squad targeting British-Iranian journalists in London. The IRGC last week arrested seven people with links to the UK in relation to anti-government protests that have been sweeping through Iran in recent months. Prescribing an, an organisation is a formal legal process carried out under the Terrorism Act 2000. The government has assessed it and basically said <clears throat> and it scaled groups' terrorist activities also, the specific threat it poses to the UK and the British um, nationals overseas. Um, it, it would also make it an offence not just to belong to the organisation, but also express support for its aims, meet its members, or even display its flag or logo in public. That's the end of the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into Word on Road. Okay, so I wanted to um, compliment and commend Angela Bassett and Courtney B. Vance's good parenting because it's very rare, especially with kids in um, Hollywood. 
So there's basically this trend on TikTok, right, where um, kids basically tell their parents that some form of celebrity has died and then they get their reaction to it. And it's very, very distasteful. I mean, I can't lie. Some of them are funny because some of the parents are just very, very dramatic. But it's quite distasteful because obviously it's like wishing death on people and it's just kind of playing people's emotions. And sometimes it's just putting things out there that just shouldn't be done. But anyway, Angela Bassett's son decided to do it, but he did it with Michael B. Jordan. Like, why he would have thought that was a good idea is beyond me. Your mum was in Black Panther. So was Michael B. Jordan. Chadwick Boseman died. Like, why is would you think that's a good idea? Eminem saw. Shit, sorry. It's um, But anyways, <laughs> he did it anyway. And his mum's reaction was so sad. Like, she was probably like, no, don't do that. Like, that, because obviously she believed it. But anyways, um, he then came back online to apologise, and I just loved it. That was a proper mum's reaction. What's again? That was a proper mum's reaction. It was proper mum. Yeah, she was like, "What? No!" Like she was... said, "No, no!" Like, don't say that. Like that. It was proper. It was crazy, and he was just laughing. Like I know he definitely got beats. One hundred percent. He definitely did. Because this boy came with a whole. You know, he came in heart apologised for cheating. That kind of video. Oh, did he? Yeah, too. He did a whole video front facing camera. And he, and he spoke like it was a press statement, like he was read the best English ever. He basically said, you know, he would like to apologise. He would like to apologise to the family of Michael B. Jordan <laughs> and his loved ones, his friends, family of, of, it was like Mr. Michael B. Jordan. And he said how also this is um, to let people, and he also tried to apologise for, I guess, embarrassing his parents as well. And, um, to show that people, people's, there's consequences to what you do. And there's also consequences of what you do to people that you love. Um, so you would like to apologize for his parents. Apologize to his parents for that as well. And I just thought it was very, very good parenting. Especially with, you know, just the way the kids are in, what's it called? Hollywood. But it's, it's a very, very distasteful trend that's going on. I don't like it at all. And I'm thinking as well, you would he would know Michael B. Jordan. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Why would you do that? Again, no Christmas presents for me. That was me. But anyway, he did that. And then someone else who was subjectively acting a fool online is, um, this is what public opinion has said. I might co-sign it. But it's basically CBiz. So he's, um, like a lot of people, in Ghana, right? And um, he had this video at the start of the year. And the caption was, starting of the year, right, the love in Ghana is on like a million. But the way they show that shit is too vicious. Happy New Year, blah, 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 whatever. And in the video, essentially, so he's like kind of standing on like a balcony, balcony yeah. type vibe. And his Ghanaian is like on the further down. And he's like throwing, like spraying the money from the top. And obviously they're tussling for the money. And to be honest, I just, I don't, I don't like stuff like that. I think the show, no, we were recording when I talked about when Bernard did it in the club. Was it Bernard? It was it must have been Bernard. I mean, he's out here kicking people in his concerts. But I just can't even, I don't have the capacity for that today. I don't, I really, really don't. Um, that was funny. <laughs> it was mad. <laughs> it, was, it was mad. <laughs> and there's another artist here. His name's called Ruga, yeah? And he must have had one of his fans. One of his fans was trying to climb on the stage. And security were trying to like be like, no. But he was like, no, no, bring the guy up. And he gave the guy the mic and they were performing together. And then someone was like, meanwhile, <laughs> Bernard is kicking somebody in the head. It's ridiculous. Bernard's a, you know, anyway, whatever. So yeah, so basically people were criticizing CBS for doing that. And saying it's very, very distasteful. And granted, like, that's that's how they were, you know, trying to get the money. I guess they we're trying to take the money from him as well and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a whole bunch of stuff going on. But they were like, you didn't need to record it and put it online. Like, it's a bit, it's 
rather degrading. Mm. And I have that thing anyway. You guys know how I feel anyway about people giving people money and recording and all that kind of stuff. I'm not here for that. And I think when it's the black people, it definitely touches me in a different kind of way. But he was doing that. He was getting cooked for it. The video's still up, so I guess he doesn't care. So um, there is that. And then also, Jay Huss is basically back. He's let people know that he'll be back. And he posted on Insta and he said, the women in my life remove the confusion. They tell me F the pussy shit and let them have it. Go insane on them. He says, KDA. I don't know what KDA means. Is that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, the kids might know. Uh, he, says, he says, album out mid-year and visuals. I'm back. So that's lit. When's the last time he released a project? Was that two years ago now, wasn't it? Two years. conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy. about two years ago. Mm. Yeah, about two years ago, yeah. Well, he never dropped a video of it, did it? He didn't. I'm sure he didn't. Mm. No, I don't think he did. Where's last album? He didn't drop the video. No, I don't think it was. No, no, no. Mm. So that's exciting. Um, that's exciting, man. Love that for him. Love that for J House. So yeah, man. we'll be back, and I'm sure, and you know, you guys know anyway on here. Mr. Rotation will let you know all about that when it does drop. And then they're trying to they're trying to get Kevin Hart again into the new year. Like, I don't think this man has had one year where he hasn't been tried to cancel to be tried to be cancelled. But anyway, so um Kevin Hart's doing his tour. I need to get a ticket for that actually. I'm still worried about Chris Brown. He came out on the same day as Chris Brown. I don't know what they think was going on there. But um he's basically on he's doing his tour for his reality check comedy special. And for the first time he's going to be going to Egypt, mm-hmm. which of course you would think, oh my gosh, it's amazing, that's lit, blah blah blah. However, people are, the, I guess the Egyptians are like, we don't want you in our land. Because apparently he made a joke one time saying that Egyptians are black. And so they're like, don't call us black and try and relate to us. Mm. We're not. And guess what? That's racist. So they've got a whole hashtag going on talking about keep Kevin Hart out. <laughs> And and it's also because he was basically saying um, he's happy, obviously, like you said, to, yeah. to be back in Egypt and stuff. And basically, that's the place where um, ancient Egypt basically was was basically black, basically. That's yeah. what you're trying to say. And all of them obviously are upset because they're saying ancient Egypt was not black. What skin tone are they at the moment? Oh no, I just consider them Arabs. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. And they are Arabs. You know that's the thing. But the thing is, it's kind of divided because some people are saying basically Egypt is Black Africa. Egypt is an African country and not an Arab country. And basically saying the original Egyptians, I'm reading a tweet, by the way, mm. or your track on for TDA, you know what I mean? It's a new year. The original Egyptians are black and finally Egyptians are black. So Kevin Hart is right. So, and then there's people who are saying we were never black and this is the difference. Stop trying to steal other people's culture exactly. to create fake value for yourself. We were sympathizing your past as slaves, but that doesn't mean to wipe it with stealing. This, this is see that's that's the disgusting stuff I hate to hear. Are we fighting? So they're fighting over slavery and who was? The, they're fighting over who actually built the pyramids, the, the legacy of Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Who built it? You know what I'm saying? Who's responsible for that? And it's not them. That's that's for damn sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Them people just came the other day. You know what I'm saying? Obviously. It's exactly so. No, because because obviously if they don't want to, it, it's kind of like the whole. It's not exactly the same. But it's kind of yeah. like the whole Jew thing, right? Okay. By saying, at least. Uh, the perspective of some Jews, yeah. right, is like by saying black people, the original black people, original Jews were black. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like saying us who are white European Jews yeah. are kind of usurpers. We've come in afterwards. Okay, yeah, you could like stolen kind of our still, identity. Okay, exactly. yeah. So when they're hearing that, they're kind of seeing it as well. Okay, you're trying to say us Egyptian who are here, Egyptians now who are here, stole this. 
you know what I'm saying? And that we're kind of oppressors and this and the third. No, but what made you go? Like, who, why did you jump into that conclusion? Because over but, time, yeah, like, mm-hmm. people migrate, people yeah. come in. So that's fine. You're here now. Be Egyptian. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they, they want to take responsibility for it. But this is the thing, like, it's not, this is this is why I was going on the way I was going on. We were talking yeah. about Morocco the other time. Yeah. And making that distinction between Arabs mm. and black Africa. African, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we're, geographically, we're all African. We know yeah. this, right? But you guys make a difference. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we do too. But there is a difference. And I think that difference needs to be acknowledged. Yeah. And the reality is, for them to come out and try and cancel him for mm. stating facts, this is yeah. a historical fact. Yeah. Arab people... Like the influx of Arabs into North um, Africa mm. came because of Islam. Mm. It's like seventh century. Like the Egyptians, the pyramids and all of that was there for centuries before. Yeah. Sorry, millennia before. Mm. It's got nothing to do with Arabs. So, like, yeah. Like, what, what, what's the? Do you know they got to do? Yeah. What they need to do? Because obviously, I can't imagine this is all like we know with cancellation culture and the torches and stuff. It's never really. It's always like the minority people that are not really checking for you anywhere that want you cancelled. So what I think they should do is put the tickets out. If it sells out, he goes. Mm. If it doesn't sell out, he cancels it. Yeah. At the end of the day, if they don't want to see him, they don't want to see him. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, but we'll see anyway, because it's Kevin Hart. You know, you can't... The man prays hard, because they've tried to cancel for, for <laughs> too much, man. He prays, his mom looks down on him. His dad now looks down on him too. Mm. So I don't know that this will be cancelled, but we'll see anyway, because there is talks of, you know... They're basically pushing for the show to be cancelled and yeah. pushing for him not to be let in and blah, 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 blah. But he shouldn't even bother about going there, man. He is. Forget, what, forget but that's them. the thing. You know what it is? You've got to think about your your fans who... That's what I'm saying. I don't think it'll be people that actually like Kevin Hart who'll be doing mm. all of this. Mm-hmm. And I just think with comedy anyway, I mean, I haven't seen what he said exactly. But if it was a joke, I just think that people are not offended by a joke when it's about other people. But when it triggers something that you can relate to, that's it. as about you, mm-hmm. now the joke is too far. How do you think the, ga- the gays feel? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Do you know what I mean? How do you think the girls, how do you think the, the black women with the with the tap weave and all that stuff, how do you think they feel? Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't even think it, it was a joke. You know? I think he just made a statement about something. Oh, is it? Yeah, and, and they obviously got upset. And all of these people are trying to do hashtag cancel Kevin Hart, this and the third. Yeah. Kevin oh, Hart's okay, tired anyway. He keeps telling people that you can't cancel him for like, he his stance is that if he, he's, he does something really, really harmful, mm-hmm. then yes, I get the cancellation. Anyone that does something harmful, yeah. But if it's for like things mm. like this, where it's all subjective opinions and da 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 da, he's not really checking for it, but. Yeah, yeah, man. And to get tickets to see him and um, when he comes here. At least he'll mm-hmm. be coming here. And my last bit is also another um, artist who's wilding. Is Bad Bunny. Um, he's a reggaeton artist. And basically there was a fan, there was a video where a fan, this was even on the 1st of January. Some people just enter a new year with bad vibes. And basically a fan was like trying to take a, a picture, a video with him, a woman. And he got her phone and just threw it in the sea. A whole phone through in the sea. <laughs> I'm not here for stuff like that. I'm not here for destroying people's property because you're a celebrity. Like, I'm sorry. That will never... I get people obviously being in your personal space. I understand that. It's not right. I get it. However, a simple... Sorry. Like, can you move from... I don't want to take a picture. Just something like that. Just keep it moving. Yeah. Do you know I mean? Even, right. even if you must embarrass somebody, but throwing people's property that they've worked for... You can't do that, man. It's stupid because are you going to replace it? He's not even sorry. He says, the person who comes up to me to say hello, to tell me something or just to meet me will always receive my attention and respect. 
They used to come to put a phone. I mean, okay, so basically he tweets in Spanish, right? And Google Translate translates it to English. So this is the English translation because... So the person who comes up to me to say hello, to tell me something, or just to meet me, will always receive my attention and respect. Those who come who come to put a phone bastard in my face, I think Google Translate is making, doing a lot, I will consider it for what it is, a lack of respect, and I will treat it likewise. Mm. I just don't think there's any need. He's a, sorry, he's a piece of shit for doing that. He's a piece of shit. I'm not here for arrogant people. I'm not here for arrogant artists. I'm not here for artists acting as though their fans is not wet, is not the reason why they got there. Because when you were doing your stupid little music in your in your in your bedroom with your one one view on SoundCloud or one listen on SoundCloud, you were hoping for people to, you were hoping for fans and you were praying for this. And now you got it now. Again, I'm not dismissing the fact that people should have, you know, personal um space respect. But to throw someone's property in the in in the sea now she's what she's not, what she's got to do now fork out and buy and buy a new device because you don't know how to you don't know how to act. Yeah. Question is, would you rather get kicked off a stage or have your phone flung into the sea? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know you kicked him in the face. You want to be kicked off the stage is to be escorted off the stage. He, he was, was like, he was climbing up and he's like, no, nope. that's sick. That is. <laughs> how can you do that? So which one would you prefer? Wait, let me see. <laughs> if you had to choose from my phone, Mugs? don't ever kick me in the face. Can't kick me in my face. <laughs> there's no, I'm honest with you. This is what I'm saying. There's no way you would kick me Did in the face. Did you do it in the boots that you was wearing? Yes, you know you always wear them stupid cowboy boots. No, have you seen them high ones that they've been going around yeah, the line? The chunky ones. <laughs> that that I hope that guy comes out to speak. I'm gonna I'm gonna set Nigerian Twitter. I'll, I'll get back to you guys on that. I want to know how that guy's feeling because that's mad. And then first of all, he even left them. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? I know it's not on the, on the I'm going to talk about it quickly. Bernard, yeah, had a show. He left them for six hours. And then when he came, yeah, he blamed the audience, the Nigerian audience, for what the Nigerian gossip blogs do. He was like, anyway, you were out here talking about shooting people in the club. Anyway, God punish all of you. Are you sick? Are you sick? Are you sick? And then, do, you know, do, you know, do you know what was even sicker? He was like, anyway... Um, and then he and then he he's like, tell me what you see. Do you know what these idiots are singing? <laughs> when you look at me, I say no. <laughs> all of you deserve it. You all deserve it. You all deserve you deserve that kick in the face. You deserve him telling you God punish you. You deserve him calling you guys idiots. He basically oh, cussed man. them out, and they sang at the top of their lungs straight after. Mad. Sad, but I, there is a conversation to be had though about Afrobeat artists um, going that. Like, performing shows at home and being absolutely disrespectful. And I heard the tickets were rude in price as well. They were so expensive. And they have this thing. I told you guys about Whiskey not too long ago last year when the whole Ghana thing had them waiting. I mean, he's claiming that it was sound whatever. But my thing is apparently they left them actually waiting in silence. There was no DJ. There was no support acts. There was nothing. They were just there. Hmm. And I don't know how people were waiting, but they just waited. And I just think it's really out of order. And when artists go back home, they almost do it as if like it's a favour. And the craziest thing is that there's actually people who believe that it is. There's people who actually believe that the fans who are complaining about the six-hour wait, the God punish you, and the and the boot kick in the face, they're entitled. There's actual people saying that people are entitled for expecting better of Burner. They're like, yeah, you guys, were, you guys were spreading rumors about him. What are you talking about? Mm. There was a shooting in the club, and there was a story that came out. The people are not in charge of the media. It's mad, man, but when we talk now, they're pretending you support black businesses. 
or black businesses are stopping themselves because that for me makes no sense. If we, when you go back home as an artist, when you go back home, your show should be the most special. You should give them what you don't, what you didn't give the O2. But I guess not. Anyways, Sorry, all that being man. said, I will be seeing um, Bernard Wembley this <laughs> this year. <laughs> Just Wait. don't go too close. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sitting down. It's interesting no how how because he has a mic in front of his mouth, right? Yeah. Obviously, he had weathered all of the gossip and whatnot, mm-hmm. and he's come to perform in front of people who paid to come and see him. His fans. Yeah, his fans. And they blame them. He's blaming them. <laughs> he's blaming them. And that's what I thought was mad. I'm like, what? <laughs> the people here are the ones that love you. How are you blaming them for rumors that spread about you? Like, what? Where's the sense in that? And do you know what? This is just mad as well. People didn't know. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Because one thing about Bernard, he never re- responds to anything. I mean, I think he only responded to the, the Steph thing, and he's like, get over it, kind of, kind of vibe. And that's wild to me. I would die if a guy ever told me to get over it. I would die. <laughs> it's time to come home, Jesus. But anyways, he always does that whole "I don't care, I don't care," and then here mm. you are, harbored. The pain. Mm. Do you know how long ago that whole shooting incident was? That's when we start when we first started recording yeah. TDA. Mm-hmm. And he kept that in his heart and said, When I when I get the chance, <laughs> I'm gonna address y'all. Pathetic man. But anyways, let's get into people's journal. All right, people. Welcome to the People's Journal. Well, I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about. Is what I'm pretty sure everyone's uh, experienced already this week, and that's the strikes. I feel like I've been speaking about this like every week for They're the past, crazy, yeah, for months, man. But it seems like right now they're really going mm-hmm. like super, like ham. Right, this entire week, pretty much from yesterday, it's going to be all strikes. Yep, pretty much. So RMT are going to be striking. I know, obviously, it doesn't really matter to what um, unions <laughs> are striking, right? But pretty much every single day this week, from Tuesday. Um, up to Saturday, so including Saturday, uh, will be strikes, um, unfortunately. Um, there's going to be some highway strikes, like, sprinkled in as well. Um, civil service as well. Um, so this is more so like uh, driving examiners, strikes, and, and things of that nature. So that may not affect as many people, obviously. But, yeah, it's, it's, yeah pretty much it's just going to be train strikes this entire week. So everyone needs to really plan their journeys. Um, also... Is going to be a tube strike, if I'm not mistaken, next Thursday. Um, a bus strike also um, next Thursday. And that's going to be affecting like the South and, and, and West London. So again, people need to plan their journeys and stuff. But obviously, I'll be, I'll be giving updates on that as well. Um, regarding the cost of living crisis here, obviously, we know this crisis, unfortunately, is still with us. But the government has said that 8 million people um, who are receiving benefits and on low incomes will receive their £900 cost of living payments um, in three instalments. I spoke about this briefly um, before. And basically, the first payment of £301 will be made in the spring, uh, second £300 in autumn, and the final 299 instalment of the spring of next year, so 2024. The exact date's yet to be finalised, but ministers um, are pretty much saying that the money's going to be helping the households. Obviously, it will, and stuff like that. So a £400 discount for all energy bill, play- bill payers will end by April. So remember that 66 or 67 pound payment that mm-hmm. everyone's getting? That's going to be ending in April. Um, remember there was a cap as well um, that was placed. Well, I believe it, it came into um, existence under Quarting and Liz Truss. 
And then, oh, yeah. yeah, and then um, when the current chancellor came in, he kind of changed things up with, with um, Sunak and stuff. But they kept the cap to some degree. And then they didn't completely um, abolish it. But anyway, long story short, from April, that's going to be changing. So the £400 um, help no longer is going to be there. So that cap, cap is basically going to be allowed to rise to £3,000. So that's going to be the typical annual household bill. Okay. Now, £3,000 from April, right? Um, I already mentioned um, 8 million of the lowest income households in the country are going to be receiving £900, uh, which is up from £650. So obviously that's a good thing. Um, I guess Tories are trying to, you know, do what they can to stay in power and whatnot. Um, and also 6 million people, pardon me, receiving non-means-tested disability benefits are going to be receiving £150. That's the same as last year as well. Pensioners, they're going to be receiving £300, also the same as last year. So, guys, if you're on benefits or know people who are on benefits, make sure that those payments are still coming through or that the increases are, you know, what they should be. With that being said, some businesses as well are expecting the government to help them with their energy bills as well. So, remember before, um, before this chancellor, I believe, there wasn't going to be a cap. So, remember, a lot of the time I was talking about certain companies who were going bust because they couldn't afford the increase in the gas and electricity bills that's going to be... Um, happening well going to be um in, in incurred basically from um october so obviously the chancellor came in rectify that but that was due to end in april so now they're basically trying to appeal to get some more of that basically and the government basically it seems like they're going to help there's a revised scheme that's expected to run for 12 months so that's basically going to start in in march or april pardon me and go all the way around to march of 2024 um, um jeremy hunt is looking to meet with business groups at lunchtime today to basically brief them on the government's plans for energy bill support for non-domestic energy users and basically all that type of stuff mm -hmm. after this current package expires. So that's that. Tesla as well. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he, um, there was a lot of headlines going around saying how he's the first billionaire to lose six, 200 billion oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, um, dollars or pounds, whatever it may be. Essentially, it's not really a loss in it if he hasn't sold it. He's still got the asset there in it. So obviously, okay. if the value goes up again, he gains it, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, long story short, Tesla stocks are not doing re really well at all. Are they going to put the cars on sale then? Um, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> no idea. But um, but again, this is just uh, the ebb and flow of like of, of, of life, though, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Stocks mm. go up and down and fluctuates. This why if you're into the whole investment thing, you have to kind of believe in what you're investing in because mm -hmm. then it allows you to kind of weather the storm and stuff. So I, I believe personally, Tesla's pretty, pretty much going to be one of the, like, the forerunners in the future anyway. I so if you've got Tesla stock, stock, hold on to it maybe. You know what I'm saying? Or if you want to get um, Tesla stock, it's probably a good time because it's pretty much um, being sold for very cheap at the moment. Relatively cheap, I should say. And the last thing I wanted to mention is Rishi Sunak is basically saying that he wants all pupils in the country to study some form of maths until the age of 18. What's some form of maths? Side of maths? <laughs> maths, maths. I guess just maths, isn't it? But, yeah. I, but the, the whole plan hasn't been formulated properly, in it? So I don't know if maybe they want to do like a lesser, a module somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? When you get to AS levels, A levels, I'm not too sure. So while everyone, while everyone is suffering, people mm -hmm. are not affording, people can't afford heating, can't afford food and all sorts. He's worrying about maths. There might be a link. There might be a link. 
Maths. What, did this in feeding the belly? <laughs> <laughs> no, but long term. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people yeah. don't have to... Don't know nothing about numbers. Like, it's, it's the language of the universe. Yeah, it is a bit wild. But you know what, though? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. I just think that... Because I really enjoy maths. Like, I really... I love it. However, I don't really like graphs. Okay. So, when I got to A-levels, I was actually going to do maths in A-levels. Yeah. And I just had... The first lesson, I was just seeing graphs, graphs, graphs. I said, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm not here for this. Mm. But I do, I do think that's a good idea because people do need to know that. Yeah, yeah. This is it. So, yeah, he's got a speech. Um, basically, in his first speech, I'm not too sure when that's going to be. Um, he's going to be talking about obviously his whole um, priorities this year, this, that, and the he third. done that? No, no. Since he been prime minister? Has he been sworn in as a prime minister? No, sorry. Sorry, his first speech this year. Oh, sorry, okay, sorry. Okay. yeah, yeah. Thank you for correcting me. I thought he was acting as a prime minister the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so his, his first speech in 2023, right? Okay. He's going to be setting out his priorities for the year and whatnot. I guess he's here to stay then. Do you think he's here to stay? I think so. I, I think, think he so. is, you know. Yeah, I think the only person that could kind of remove him is Boris. And I don't think Boris is going to do that. I think he'd be a punk if he ever stepped down. Mm. But stepping down is different to being removed. <sighs> you can't remove me. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's as stubborn as Boris. When Boris was there for a long time. If I was in number 10, you actually have to drag me out by my gun and must go. I'm going out. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Does but Nigeria have a, an equivalent? Of Prime Minister? Of the bag? No, we started. No, did, we, we, did we start yeah, it? Yeah, it was us. That yeah, it was us. Is that why you said it just now? Is that what? Is that why you said it just now? Yeah. But have you got an equivalent? Do you want me? Do you want me <laughs> no, I want to know like, if, you you want... if you guys have an equivalent. Because I used to have one of those. Well, Ghana must go. Yeah, no, we I don't have a few. Equipment. I had a few. Hmm. You said for what? Everyone did. Ghana must Ghana go back. You don't know the time yet. The checkered bags. The market bags. The, the checkered. Bags. What did you call it? It's called. They call it the uh, Nigerians call it a, a Ghana must go bag. Yeah. Ghana must go. Yeah. 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 Well, it's history. It's rude. It's a, yeah. It's a whole historical thing. They wanted the Ghanaians to go. Yeah. The the. Well, then big laundry bags you're talking about. Yeah. Let me show you. I know you're talking about the, 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 the big <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big ones. Yeah, you yeah, know there yeah. was a time where that top shop tried to sell it for forty pounds. Yeah. Do they still sell those? Appropriating looking ass. Yeah, yeah. 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 The market, market. They're all over now they've got yeah. different patterns and stuff. Yeah, they're effective, man. <laughs> even, do you know even IKEA has got the own version? It's just, it's not checkered. Mm, yeah, exactly. But that, that clear one, I know where you got this one. <laughs> you got this from? Don't try it. And you know, when you go to the builders, yeah, storage bag. You get those big blue ones. Yeah. Yeah. Catches on, man. Mm. It's horrible. It's 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 not gunman's Like what? They, what do we? What's the PC? I have no idea. You know, checkered bags. I just call them gunman's checkered Muscle. storage bags. You think Ghanaians call it gunman's too? They probably do, man. You know, you know your people are. <laughs> Ghanaians, you know I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but Ghanaian you are Ghanaian. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know, you know how your people are. You're Ghanaian. You call it gunman's Of course, you guys do. <laughs> it's crazy, though. Alright, so what was I saying? Yeah, anyway, so yeah. Sunak here, yeah, mm-hmm. he wants to implement this. In his speech, yeah, he's expected to say, yeah, in a world where data is everywhere and statistics underpin every job, our children's jobs will require more analytical skills than ever before. And letting our children out into the world without those skills is letting our children down. Makes sense. I think it's good because even even with maths, mm-hmm. though, maths helps your brain. It helps you, it keeps you sharp. So outside yeah. of you needing numbers, you don't have to be have a career in like accounting, accounting mm-hmm. or finance or whatever. Yeah. It just keeps your mind active. And I think yeah. that's, I really think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But I do think that they need to, obviously I don't think it'll be like progressive type of maths mm. because then not everyone is, um, has the talent for that. Yeah. Like, maths isn't everyone's gift. Mm-hmm. 
But I think some form of advice would be good. Yeah. And in my, in my yeah. mind as well, I'm seeing that as kind of like some form of financial knowledge, mm -hmm. which could hopefully yes, this is it. help. Because that's what kids need to know these days. 100%. Being smart with money and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's a step closer to that. Yeah. Budgeting and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I'll end it there. And okay. yeah, that's Thank it you. for the People's Channel. Right, let's get into Wellness Wednesday. So, for uh, Wellness Wednesday, um, first Wednesday of the year, figured I won't do the normal three quotes, so I'll be doing five, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and basically, these quotes are kind of just around the whole... I feel like these are just some wholesome quotes um, to kind of start your year with, pretty much, about dreaming and actually just um, pursuing certain goals and whatnot. So the first one is by the legendary Harriet Tubman. And she said, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. Harriet Tubman, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. The next one is from a legendary um, Pan-African by the name of Booker T. Washington. And he said, success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome while trying to succeed. Success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome while trying to succeed. My pastor basically said that on Sunday. Mm. There you go, man. Uh -huh. There's a white church. I don't go to African churches. I said you're back in church. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People, I think you lot should attend Essence Church so we can Africanize it. Right. No. Nope. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need no casting and binding in there. It's wholesome up in there. <laughs> um, every time you state what you want or believe, you're the first to hear it. It's a message to both you and others about what you think is possible. Don't put a ceiling on yourself. That quote was by Oprah Winfrey. She said, every time you state what you want or believe, you're the first to hear it. It's a message to both you and others about what you think is possible. Don't put a ceiling on yourself. Next um, quote. When I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in the service of my vision, then it becomes less and less important whether I am afraid. And that's by Audrey Lord. Um, every now and again, I, I, I quote her. She's, yeah... Basically, her, her, her work, if you guys are interested, mm -hmm. check out Audrey Lord's work. Amazing writer. Anyway, when I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in the service of my vision, then it becomes less and less important whether I am afraid. And the last one is by Alice Walker. No person is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow. That's a word. Yep. No person is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow. We talked about that before, yeah. There you go. Mm. What kind of stuff does Audrey Lord write? Um, it's all stuff about, I guess, like civil rights and human rights, and it was during that period. Mm. She was she was a mother. Mm. She was a feminist. Okay. She was also part of the LGBT community back then. Okay. You know what I'm saying um, there's a lot of things that people would say were just living contradictions. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like all these things she struggled with and she wrote about. Okay. Yeah. Um, Recommend me a book, please. Yes. No, we don't. She had a, um, an essay called You Cannot Dismantle the Master's House 
with um, his tools. Okay, Andre. Yeah, I, I probably said it a bit wrong, but yeah, that's yeah. the gist of it. <clears throat> yeah, that's lit. Um, Sister Outsider, that's the book. Sister Outsider yeah. is basically a book, a collection of all uh, bare different essays and stuff. Yeah. Beautiful book. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. But um, you guys know that we have a daily segment. Is it me to play? No. I'm hearing things. Okay. We have a daily segment um, asking for a friend. Says, what would you do? The rotation, Wellness Wednesday, Woke a Joke. Uh, if you would like to contribute to any of these segments, you can send your suggestions in to the phone number 075-6484-1073. You can also do that in the community, community.thenewblack.com. Let us know what the segment's for. If you want to write in for asking for a friend assist, what would you do? Send into the number or email submissions at thenewblack.com. Um, while we're, before we get into the next thing, do like the video, subscribe to the channel. And also, like we said at the beginning of the show, Go on our Twitter, the day after TNB, and kindly retweet the tweet about today's show. It helps the algorithm. It helps us being. Um, it just helps you know to share it and help us helps us grow. But yeah, and get in the habit of doing it, please, people. Yes. Thank you very much. Let's get in the habit of doing it. We all have to grow this community together. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Don't be a witch. All right. <laughs> and a wizard. <laughs> nah, men can be witches too. Oh, serious? Yeah, you know they be bitchy about it. <laughs> uh, let's get into our next headlines. All right, so this next headline is, is a trigger warning here. It's horrible. It's a horrible story for various reasons. It will become obvious when I read about it. And we kind of touched on it. Um, Sorry, wait. Thank you trigger very much. Trigger warning on sexual assault. What is he saying? Wait, I'll, you will find out. No, no, I'm about to say no, trigger warning. No, no, it's it's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's in the headline, man. I'm going to read it out. Listen, 2023 patience, people. Patience. <laughs> we just did it on this Wednesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> trigger warning <laughs> the spoiler alert yeah <laughs> so basically um, yeah we kind of touched on this before when this first um, became a story but um, yeah I'll just get into it so Eleanor Williams um, said that she was the victim of a grooming gang and had been raped multiple times sparking outrage and protests in her hometown by the way it's a long story but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go through all of it basically yeah but um, just kind of wrap it up but as she is convicted of multiple counts of perverting the course of justice for inventing the whole story, the BBC basically was looking at the impact her lies had basically on the community and everything going forward, yeah? So basically, this is what happened. And it was a story that went viral on social media as well, right? So the then 19-year-old claimed she had been passed around for sex for years across the north of England by an Asian gang who drugged her, beat her, blackmailed her, and threatened her with weapons. It captivated her hometown of Barrow in Cumbria, Heaped pressure on the police, led to abuse for local journalists, and excited the far right, of course. Now, a jury has a jury has decided her tales of being trafficked abroad and the photos of her injuries were all lies. What? Yes. The bruises that hundreds of thousands saw in her Facebook po- photos were actually real. They were real pictures and everything, not photoshopped, but they were actually caused by William's own hand after she attacked herself with a hammer. Months before she posted her lies, she had been... Uh, relating an even more elaborate story to the police, um, claiming a string of innocent men were rapists, sex traffickers, and armed murderers. All this type of her she was talking about, yeah? One man, she said, had trafficked her to Amsterdam, forced her to work in a brothel, and sold her in a slave auction. This is what she's saying to, to the police. This is she what she's white. saying. Oh, 100%, yeah. But guess what? This same man is minding his business, you know, buying stuff and being cute at the time. 
Wow, look at God. I'm telling you. So they look through his phone, his bank records. The CCTV, <laughs> this, this thank man God. He's chilling in, 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 in England. <laughs> what, what color tile to buy? That's it's, so, it's so crazy. Another, she said, was an Asian drug dealer who had threatened to kill her and dump her in the sea unless she had sex with him and multiple men, basically. Yeah, so basically, long story short, I don't want to go into the full ins and outs of the story, but just loads of lies, lies, more lies. And she was convicted, basically. How did she get? They have not done the whole sentencing yet. She's been there for life. Because that's yeah. dangerous. What yeah. if these people have been... Fa- oh, my gosh. Crazy. And and these and these men have come out, basically. They've, um, she's ruined our lives. Even though, obviously, you know, it's been found that she's lying and stuff. The stigma, you know what I'm saying? The things they went through. It's just kind of... It's just, How it's long just ago was this? There. This was... I believe this was last year, you know. I think it started from 2019, if I'm not mistaken, right? But I think the whole thing became more public last year. Because we reported on this as well. But, yeah, that's that, anyway. So people can look into that. And her name is um, Eleanor Williams. Next story, again, trigger warning, sad news as well here. And um, a, a British man has died after being shot in Jamaica. Sean Patterson, um, a personal trainer from West London, was found on Monday with gunshot wounds to his upper body and head in St. James, an officer said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamaica's constabulary force told PA news agency that witnesses heard loud explosions. Mr. Patterson, 33, was transported to hospital but could not be revived, unfortunately. According to the local media reports, a 33-year-old was approached by a man with a gun whilst he was standing in the pool in the pool deck at a villa in Bog Hill around 11.45 local time, um, which is like quarter to five hour time, on Monday in the afternoon. Officers from Montego Bay Police received reports that Mr. Patterson was standing by the pool of the guest house. A foreign office um, spokesperson said they were supporting the family of the British man who died in Jamaica and I and are in contact with the local authorities. Local media said the 34-year-old man has been taken into custody. Yeah. The Galena newspaper reported that 198 murders were recorded in St. James last year. Is Jamaica yeah. like like every other country where obviously that crimes just happen and stuff? Or is it like an intensified I mean, rate? The Jamaican in the room may be able to tell us more. But to be honest, like Jamaica, Jamaica was like at one stage like top three in it. What? Murder um, country, like the most murders in the world. No. Jamaica, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. 100%. That's Trinidad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Trinidad beat them now, but. You didn't even believe that when you said it. What? Really, Brent? Is that your people? One second. Do, yeah, do, 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 one second. Do, about Jamaica. He doesn't know much about Jamaica. One second, one second. Don't deflect. <laughs> 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 you don't know about bad, bad man in, in Trinidad? No. No, Brent, tell It's gotten much worse. No, Brent, one second. Brent, tell him I'm not joking. He's not joking. Trinidad's full of wickedness. It's gotten much worse um, now that the whole (laughs) South America is now literally camped in Trinidad. You're blaming South Americans? It's gotten much worse since that has happened. I'm just saying, I don't think Jamaica... The whole set of drug um, cartels killing people. Not not the innocent people, by the way. I think Trinidad's been top three. I'm not sure if Jamaica's ever been top three. It's definitely been top three. Jamaica, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. It was up there, man. Mm. So it's not safe because I was planning a trip to Jamaica this year. It's, it's safe. Go to tourist parts. But it? then I was, yeah. But who knows what the, was this guy living there? I'm, I'm not even too sure. It's either Jamaica or Barbados. Go more safe. Mm. Barbados is safe. Yeah. I don't like problems, you know. No, Barbados is super safe. Yeah, but you only find white people in Barbados, to be honest. Oh no, I haven't been. It, but the whites love Barbados though. But would the food be white there? No. No. Yeah, that's why I'm... 
Don't say that. Like, you you are so disappointed to me. You're like, no. Of course not. They're just about to cater for That's fine then. I'm just I'm going for the food and vibes. Barbados got white people in a chokehold. I mm, wonder what it's like. I need to go and see. Must be nice. I'll let you guys know. Mm. But I really wanted to go to Jamaica. It's just we we've, we've reported a few on, you know, a few Jamaican. Mm. I think you should ask Gina. She's been more than Max. Where Jamaica? That's what I said. Oh yeah, she's been to um Jamaica's nice, man. I've been to Jamaica. Have you? I've yeah. only been to Jamaica once. It's nice. Yeah, it was nice, man. I went to was it Negro? It's more like the tourist. Yeah, that name doesn't sound right with me. <laughs> Who named it that? White people, doesn't it? I have no idea. No it's idea. so sneaky. Well, it's, it's, nice. it's a nice place, though. I'll okay. tell you, you should go. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you guys know anyway. What are you catching me drinking for? <laughs> yeah, because you. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> heavy. Yeah. And have the proper experience when you go. Collect the Rasta man as well. And yeah, I like my men bold. Like, I don't like my men play. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get me. It's the first show of the year. Don't. All right, so our next headline, yeah? Quickly, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get me cancelled. So I want you like, to tell me briefly, like, what you think of this situation, yeah? But, yeah, let me just tell you the ins and out. So, basically, a punter, yeah, thought he had won nearly £15,000, yeah, after staking just £10 on a series of World Cup bets. Horrid. Yeah. Only for one of Britain's biggest bookies to refuse to pay him the money. Ah. Yeah, so Liam Manifold, who's 30, from Staffordshire, had already planned how to spend the cash when Coral said it was not going to hand over the winnings. The football fan expected odds of 1,495 to 1, yeah, after predicting that Argentina would be crowned over winners of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Lionel Messi will be um, play the tournament and France will also make the final. So what them three, yeah? So obviously... He's rushed back to the betting shop December 11th, the day after the final, <laughs> saying they ain't giving him the piece. <laughs> Coral said that the bets could not be combined into a treble because the three events were closely related to each other. Oh, stop it, man. So, yeah, so it claimed that Mr. Manifold also, this is what they also said, that he wrote the odds on the slip himself. Yeah? A spokesperson for Coral said that events were closely related to each other, so the prices offered on them individually could not be included in a multiple bet. The bookmaker said... It had made a very fair and generous offer for the settlement of the bet. They're looking to give him £660. Okay. That's fair for £15,000. <laughs> so, yeah, he says, obviously, he was planning to buy his disabled dad a new mobility scooter with the money, mm. put some money away for the future. You know, the, Story. the, the stories, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to get some bitches in Barbados. That's what he was going to do. The heck? <laughs> he said that the firm should pay up. As his triple bet was accepted without any issue, he also said, "Yeah, that I went to the cash. I went to cash in the bet, and they said it shouldn't be. It shouldn't have been placed, and offered me six hundred sixty pounds for it. I've gone through their complaint system. There's no leeway. I've gone to independent complaints committee, and I'm waiting back to hear from them. No, I'm not having that because you played. Don't they have the bet in in the system? Uh, They said they wrote the slip. Yeah, but don't they have it on their end? Yeah, because they accepted Mm. it. He said." Because sure, you can't just, when you go to make a bet, they input in the computer. You can't just mm. write on the paper and walk off. And walk off, yeah. And he said they accepted. They input it. it in the computer because they give you the. No, but some of them, some of them, some of them are paper slips. No, but what I mean is they have no record of his bet on their end. I think they have because like, they're saying, they "Oh, he wrote on the paper." But where's your where's your proof of the bet? Because he made a bet. As in on when, their end, where's the proof on their end? Yeah, but they, I think they I must think... have a copy, though, like a paper copy too. I yeah, because because what he's saying is the that paper copy, he did this it. Is 2022, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even bet, but I'm sure writer. that. I know, I know, I know it's old school, but I'm sure I've seen 
written slips on yeah, papers. Better, like, yeah. you, can, you can do that. Don't no, do it. Yeah, he does it. But I don't think... That... No, they do it. When you give it to them... That's, that's why I'm saying they're bumping him because they would have had to calculate... He, he couldn't have written his own odds. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They would have had to calculate the odds. For him to say that he's expecting that, they would have to give it to him. And even if it is done on paper, yeah. they would have run it through yeah. and to, to say, this is what... Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You know, it's, you know is... when companies say, yeah, it shouldn't have happened? Mm. Uh-uh. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. This shouldn't have happened. Is why you pay this man now, and then you make sure next time it doesn't happen. Because they acknowledged it. That's what's killing him is that it's not on the app here. Yeah? But if they've took his money, and the colleagues pushed it through, and they've drawn up the odds, because I don't see how he would he be plucking these. Odds. Yeah, I don't know how he plucked these odds out of thin air. It don't make yeah. sense. If they drew up the odds for him, and they've accepted it in his money, he needs to go. He needs to go, Princess uh, yeah. Vice Trust. What's it called? Um, Citizens Advice Bureau, Bureau yeah. Princess Trust somewhere. No, he needs to go. He needs to go somewhere. You get me? He needs some type of help because I'm yeah. saying I'm winning. I'm gonna get my money. Backs. I'm gonna get my money. This is crazy. I ain't done nothing wrong here. Nah, yeah. you're paying me that money. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's ridiculous. Nah, it's killing them that he ain't done it on the app. It's the paper one. But again, mm. though, I've done. They acknowledged it. No, I've done paper. Best before they have to like yeah, they have to do it that they yeah. write up. That's and... what I'm saying. So they've got their records on his end that this yeah. is the he placed. But then they're, they're just holding on to the whole factor of oh we can't, the treble one should not have happened. It shouldn't have happened. But guess what? It did. That's it. So it's my money. It's that simple. And the next time you can next World Cup, you be careful. Mm. Yeah. Nah, so right, give bro. the man his what's his name? Jeremy. But it could it, it, it could be give him, mm. give him money. It could be void because mm. there's certain bets if you try and put them on the app. It won't allow you to put them as a treble. It will mm. make it will put them separately. Mm. And I'm guessing what's that's what they're saying that's when they think, yeah. when the things are too close. Then. When the things are too close, isn't it? You should have so, told him. You can't acknowledge it. Exactly. Yeah, but that's a um that's human error. But if it's void, it's void. Aye, aye, aye. No, do, but, you, do you get but, what I mean? But if I if I had lost the bet, you would have kept my ten pounds. Exactly. Yeah, but they still, say, yeah, it's still know. void if it's human error. If it don't if it don't exist, think about this year. Mm. If you could go on the app here mm. and you couldn't place the treble, it's mm-hmm. impossible mm-hmm. to place the treble. It yeah. will give it to you the individual bets, like yeah. yeah. But then someone writ it out on mm-hmm. thing. That human error is a mistake for something that still doesn't exist. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. impossible to do it, do. then. But then what Even though like they said it on paper, but it's it's it's, it's impossible. It don't yeah. it don't work. So that human error, you can't. Huh? But then he got the odds, so they worked it out. Didn't yeah, they? but that's human error. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. if it was on an app, he wouldn't. There wouldn't be no talking. Mm. So how did it work out the odds? That's math. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. Rishi they wants. Just, to, they just that's do. Rishi. Yeah, so that's Rishi. <laughs> they, they've got the odds for the individual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so what I'm saying is that yeah, it's human error. As in, like, if you put it on the app, it would have been void or whatever. Mm. But it wasn't void in the human error because they were able to work something out and said this are, these are the odds. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I I, I hear it. I'm, mm. I think he might be screwed though, slightly now. Thinking I about hope it. he is a man. You used to give Coral Danai. Mm. But, should we? I'm going to pack it a bit more. I, I'm livid on behalf of him. Let me look into these laws. I'm actually livid on behalf of him because give my money. If they want to. I think they've got to settle it. If they want to settle, ain't, ain't that like, it's like what you are saying, if someone settles out, no, was that user or was that somewhere else I was having a conversation? If someone settles out of court, is that like a mitigation to something kind of thing? Oh, admitting. Kind yeah. of thing. Kind of. So yeah. if they're offering him money, yeah, is that some kind they of admittance? They are, they are. They know what they're yeah, doing. That, exactly. That there's something in there. That's yeah. what I think. Listen, press on, Jeremy. Go to the advice bureau. I like how you're not saying this. Setting a new precedent. Michael Jackson is revisited. That's different. No, Michael okay. Jackson, Michael Jackson got found. 
not guilty by the FBI. Mm-hmm. You know, paper. you paid out to court, right? Yeah, that's irrelevant. I'm saying, when the FBI, <laughs> exactly, when the FBI, yeah, one of the biggest police forces in the world, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. extensive resources, mm-hmm. yeah, and with, a, with, a nearly, with a 99% mm-hmm. success exactly. conviction rate, right? yeah, investigated the man, he beat the case. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Interesting that. big up Michael, man, yeah, free Mike, <laughs> he's dead. Exactly. <laughs> he wants more of help. <laughs> <laughs> you know that man. Master from my lips to your ears, God. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. But yeah, right. that's the end of the headlines. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's next? Oh, reaction. Let's get into reaction. Boy, the results in couple in recent weeks have been going. Boy, you know, look at this thing. I don't want. I don't want to bring up old news. Last year, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's unpack the last three games. Mm-hmm. Oh, just the last three. All right, then. Well, we're black. It's the reaction. <laughs> January 2023. And before we even get into anything, I want to say, yeah, enough you man are gassed, yeah. Rightly so. You get me. You've been. You've been doing all right. But, but, yeah, don't um, lower yourself into like a little sense of full security. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, what is it, like 16, 17 games played? Usually, if we was at this point in the year, the sentiments would be different. So I understand why everybody feels how they feel. Hold on, who are you referring to? And what, what, what sentence what are you referring to? I'm just saying, league positions. Oh, go on, speak, speak. No, 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 who are you referring no, no, to exactly? I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that. you lot. Like, <laughs> who, are you not talk, who are you talking about? You just, said, at me. <laughs> you talking about? I'm just saying the sentiments. Usually, like, league, the sentiments behind the league positions will be different at this stage in the year. So we're confused. So I understand why okay, people right, feel how they feel, but it's not that. Doing this. So I'm just saying, just let it be known, we're not even at the halfway point yet. There's still tons and tons and tons of football to be played. I will say, I don't think a team has accumulated this many points after this many games and not won the league ever. Mm. The thing is, this, ever, ever, ever. This this just shows, yeah, how much of a hater you are and how scared mm. you are, right? So okay. you want to just put on, like you're you're pissed right now, yeah. Pissed. Like, like you are where you are and we're where we are. So you, we are nine points behind so you. So you just want to accumulate with a game in hand. You want to accumulate pressure. One second, one second, one second. You want to accumulate one pressure. <laughs> one second, because that's two matches. It's all right, it's baby. All right. It's all right. That's baby girl. Listen, that's, 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 I am that's, not your baby girl. That's two matches. That's two matches. That's two matches, you know. And? So what? Well, so why are we pissed? Do you think that you are in the mix right now? You're not in the mix. Relax. He's talking relax, like he's relax in the mix. There. You are, you are, you <laughs> are. nine from the you, top. You are too happy <laughs> right now. You are not in the mix. <laughs> well, I don't are, know. Mugs. I don't know what the Mugs, mix looks you ain't, like. You ain't, you ain't I don't know what kind of mix. I don't you know what kind of mix you're referring to. You ain't been in the conversation this whole okay. time. Yeah. I don't know what kind of mix you're referring to. I don't know where this smile and this glee is coming from. You have not been in the mix. You have not been in the mix at all. It's been Man City and Arsenal. That's don't it. don't inject yourself into the conversation, mm. please. Stay over there. That's mm. right. Stay way over there, bro. That's right. Yeah. Where are we? Two points wow. off city. Yeah. No, we're not two points off city. Actually, we're wrong. Wow. wow. We'll be. Wow. We'll be two points off city with both of our game in hand. If you win. If we win it. 
Is that what you said? Do you know what I came in hand? Do you know what I've um No, is that no, what you said? Yeah, but I, um the fixture that got moved is um it's 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 leads at home when we win it. <laughs> when, when we win it. Look at the table quickly. Uh, yeah, it's Leeds at home. That's that's the fixture that got, got, got moved. That's our game in hand. Leeds at home. Yeah? Context is important. Bro, guys. we're on the same games. You've got 35 points. We have 44 points. You sure we've got the same games? Yeah, 17 games each. Shit. Okay. I'm talking about all these games in hands. <laughs> City got game in hand. City and Newcastle, innit? No, no. Newcastle played the game more. They've, mm. Yeah, so 18. we've got a game in hand? On Newcastle. Not yeah. on us. Oh, you're saying City's got a game in hand on you? Yeah. Have we, have we got a game in hand on City then? No. No. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, it's not as good as I thought. Sorry. sorry. I was thinking, where's all these extra games coming from? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, but no, man, stuff is going on, man. Anyway, people, last night, man, great round of football. It's been a good, it's been, it's been, it's been good for the past couple of days, man. Boxing day. Yeah, yeah man, the results are going, are going well. If anybody cares, United want to throw on the spin. But, Let's okay. get into Arsenal versus Newcastle. Let's read these headlines out. So, Arsenal missed a chance to go 10 points clear in the Premier League title race after being held 0-0 at home by a gritty Newcastle, which is a, a poor result. In, what? How's it a poor result? It was a poor result for me when I drew 0-0 at home to Newcastle. It was a poor result the other day when Leeds, when Newcastle drew 0-0 at home to Leeds. Just in the position that you're in, Newcastle have one of the best defensive records in the Prem. They're third for a reason. We got robbed of two penalties. You should have beat them. Never got robbed. Not the handball. The handball was not. The handball and the drag back on Gabriel. I'm not going to lie to you. I missed the drag back, but that was not a handball. There were two drag backs, to be honest. There were two shoot pulls that could have gone to a penalty. Hmm, interesting. But I can't well, believe I what we're coming to. Blaming we, the refs. We dropped, we dropped the ball there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bad that's, that's the type of vibe I'm on nowadays. I appreciate it. We dropped the ball. I'm not trying to point the finger. I, I'm i telling you it's a bad result because I believe when I drew 0-0 with Newcastle at home, it was a bad result yeah, for but, me. Yeah, but dropping points is always a bad result. But what I'm saying is in the context of the whole of the whole, of the whole uh, season, we've lost one game this whole season, yeah? We're not going to win every single game moving forward. No, We're about to slip up here and there, innit? Mm. We had a tough game at Newcastle. I feel like we should have won the game. We picked up a point. It's better than nothing, innit? No, 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 definitely. definitely. You know I mean? it's, uh, you're a glass half full, glass half empty kind of guy. Listen, we're still top of the league. Yeah, no, no, no. There's, I'm not, there's nothing to... This is just still good. It's still good. It was just a bad result. It was a bad result. Just in isolation. I'm not pointing fingers or anything. Mm. Let's have it right. <sighs> In what was a tempestuous encounter, Arsenal <laughs> failed to score in a Premier League match for the first time in 17 games as they struggled to create quality chances against Eddie Howe's team despite bossing possession. Arsenal's frustration raised further in injury time as a late penalty appeal for a handball from Jacob Murphy was not awarded by referee Andy Medley and VAR did not intervene. Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta called it a scandalous decision. The result further strengthened Newcastle's case for a top four finish as they defended their box expertly and protected their goalkeeper, Nick's Pope. Howe's side remained the best defence in the Premier League this season, conceding just 11 goals and keeping 10 clean sheets. Serious stuff, mm -hmm. man. Serious, serious stuff. Eddie got it right, man. I met Joel Willicott in um, in the dance in, um, in Manny before and I was asking him, what's he, what's he saying? Like, he's happy about that. He was like, no, 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 he's good. He's gone back to basics. He just got us running. Mm. I'm saying, right, you sure that's what you need? He's like, no, trust me, this is exactly what we needed. You get me? Like, he just got us running and they're a proper solid outfit. So, yeah. It's working. Big up, big, big up them. 
Um, what's next on the docket? Man United versus Bournemouth. So Manchester United defeated Bournemouth 3-0 at Old Trafford to move level one points with third place Newcastle in the Premier League table. Casemiro's controlled volley from Christian Eriksen's free kick put Eric Ten Hag's side in front midway through the first half before Luke Shaw doubled the advantage early in the second half by finishing a fine team goal. Shaw's brilliant pass set up Marcus Rashford for the third. Ten Hag had made changes, welcoming Harry Maguire and Marcus Rashford back to the team, while Donny van der Beek started his first Premier League game at home for 19 months, although he was forced off injured before half-time following a strong challenge. But that did nothing to halt United's momentum. Alejandro Garnacho coming up, com- coming on to set up the second goal. It was a thoroughly deserved victory for United. Their sixth in succession in all competitions. Bournemouth remained just two points above the relegation zone. Yeah, man, four wins in the league. What was that? Nine wins out of our last ten, maybe? All comps. Hmm. Since the um since the um horrid start to the season, first two games. I feel like we've gone undefeated. No, Villa. Villa beat us three one actually. Villa beat us three one. Them 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 games, man. I don't know what happened, man. That would kill us. We'll be like them games there by rights. Because I swear the Brentford one was at home as well. That's by rights. That's like six points, really and truly. Mm. Obviously, it wasn't because we didn't get it. But really and truly, that should be six points that we got. We should be two points behind you as well. Right now. Like, right now. Two. Should be. Yeah. <laughs> two? Where did you get two from? Six. Because um, I feel like we should have drew um against Villa. Anyway, go away, man. I don't like the way you're trying to put yourself into this mix, man. Go away, bruv. You're not, you're not involved in this, bruv. I'm trying to get all happy in that. It's three games. Go away. You're not involved in this in this title mix-up right now. Do you think, yeah, from now, because from since that point, since we lost the game, we probably got better. We got, probably got the, we're probably the unformed team in the league. Probably got accumulated more points than you. Do you the think... The unformed team in the league? Yeah, since... What? Mugs. Yeah, What's what's your last ten, brother? Compared to what? our last ten, huh? what are you talking about? That because we drew yesterday that suddenly we're not the on-form team. What's what's our last ten? If you take away our, our first two drop players, <sighs> I think we've got more points. What's our last ten saying? <laughs> In the league, we've only lost one game this season. What are you yeah, on but about? how many have you drew? One, two. We won two. Yesterday was the second one. Yeah. What are you on about? But just look at the table. You we're doing? top of the league on forty-four points. We've lost one. And, and drawn two. two. So how are we not the informed team? Yeah, we've lost three. No, you've lost four. Shit, who's the f- oh City's pumped us as well, isn't four. it? Yeah, City but pumped yeah, us. No on-form- we're the informed team. Hmm? One draw don't change that. You sure? Yes. I mean I mean what? Yeah. <laughs> we need really look, we need really take one it. draw don't change that, but we're still the, the informed team. We've lost one game the whole season, bro. No, but league you have you have you got knocked out of cups? Yeah, we've got knocked out of the um what's it called? The we didn't. We walked up. Well, excuse me. <laughs> when I say informed team, then it's not just necessarily the results. About prem. I'm talking about Prem. Yeah, so Prem, no. But if we're just talking about all comps. I'm not going to lie. That little blip in the Carlin Cup, that was... When was that? That was ages ago. I can't remember. We walked yeah, up. Yeah, We sacrificed that cup. I'm just saying, we're not the form team then, but we're one of the form teams. You feel me? And if you could honestly say that there's not going to be a nine-point disparity between us in the... But last season, there was an 11-point disparity. What, in our favour? No, in our favour, against you. What do you mean? Didn't we finish 11 points above you last season? I can't remember. Where did you finish? We finished fifth, you finished sixth, 11 points behind us, I swear. Unless that was the season before that, I can't remember. 
It went 11 points. Something like that. 11? Mm, I've got to check. I've got to check. Don't, don't, don't uh, quote me on that. I'll check. It could have been that bad, you know? I can't remember. I don't, like, I don't. I never off. thought I would hear a, a Man United fan talking like you, to be honest. You know what it is? Talking at me, how? Say what? No, no, it is Brent, right? Measuring Took yourself up against Arsenal. Arsenal, Arsenal was a team, yeah, that finished, what, eighth, eighth and fifth, yeah. Now, suddenly, it's, <laughs> everyone's clutching at straws to use, to, to find reasons to just come at us. That's not true. Because you're scared. Scared of what? You don't want us to win the league. I'd rather you don't win it than see. Yeah, because you're, you're Manchester City, Man United rivalry, but... I don't have no problem with Arsenal. Arsenal hate Arsenal hate United. Arsenal hate London United fans as well. This is why we, this, this is why we always clash, yeah? Mm. And then we had like, there's that like little bit in time. So in schools, depending on what age you are, secondary school, like growing up, all you know is United Arsenal because boom, 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 boom. Mm. But it's not real. That's like a London thing. Like, you ain't our rivals. Oh, it is real. It is real. It's not. No, it, it well, it's real. not. You no, ain't our rivals. Some rivals, some rivalries are based on lo lo locality. Some are based on competition, right? Northerners don't feel like this about Arsenal. This is a London thing. It's because we support United and we live in London. And then we get it in the neck from all the London fans who support Arsenal saying, what are you yeah, doing? Well, and then there's all this all contentious. So there's that, there's that thing there. Though. What I'm trying to say is that, London, that Arsenal United Rivalry thing, yeah. yeah. That what amps it up like that is the London thing. I'm saying, mutes that are born, raised, live their whole life in Manchester do not feel this way about Arsenal. That's fine. Yeah, so it's not you're not really alright. It's not no, that but deep. I'm, I'm I'm not living I'm not living in the life of people in Manchester, innit? I'm talking about my reality, innit? So I live in London, and I've grown up around my United fans who live in London. So yeah, obviously that's, that's the league about three times or something like that, and you're calling it a rivalry. I want it damn near every year. I've I've lived. Apart from in the recent history, then you are trying to pretend like this is some rival that like you are on man's level. Like it's not that. Oh, man. relax, bro, relax. Don't don't try and rewrite history. Man United and Arsenal had a heated rivalry. It was like a for four years. year pay. It was like a four year period or it was, something. It was longer than four years. It was longer than four years. How many times you won the league? It was longer than four years. How many times you won the prem? You won the prem three times. How many times? Wait, wait. Have okay, I finished? Have I finished? Have I finished? How many times did, did we finish second place? Exactly. Oh. Don't try and be egregious. He knows it was long enough. If, if, if Arsenal finished second and you finished first for bare years, that's a rivalry, bro. That's because we won, yeah, we, we won three out of the whatever years because we fucked up and we should have won more. But don't tell me that a team that's doing one and two, one and two, one and two, one and two for years is not a rivalry. Relax. Rivalries can be based on locality, yeah, and based on competition. What are you talking about? I don't give a fuck about people that live in Manchester. I live here. What are you talking about, bro? So contentious. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, but for real, what are you talking about? <laughs> Rivalries are built on more than just where you live. This ain't postcode wars. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if I go to school with my United fans, then that's me and them arguing about football every single day. If also my United are doing first and second, first and second, first and second for years, Wenger versus Ferguson, it's a rivalry. It doesn't matter that you're from up north and we're in London. It doesn't matter. Fair enough. All right, then. Let's use the title. It's Iman, take the next one. I'm sorry. All right, cool. Um, so, <laughs> next one was some sad news, man, that happened, uh, uh basically in America with NFL star, do you know him, Damar Ham um, Hamlin? Damar Hamlin? No, I never knew about him until, I had to go backwards. Mm. I had to see what the whole Skip Bayless thing was about. Okay. And go backwards and find out why his tweet was so, um, controversial. So basically, uh, the American football star, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, Damar um, Hamlin or Damar Hamlin, he had a heart attack during the NFL game. 
and he's still in intensive care in a critical condition. So the Buffalo Bills tweeted that he spent last night in intensive care in the intensive care unit and remains there in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Uh, we are grateful and thankful for the outpouring of support we have received thus far. The update came shortly after Hamlin's family expressed their sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to him during this challenging time and thanked the first responders and hospital staff in Cincinnati. The defensive back, 20, who's 24, collapsed on the field and was given CPR for about 10 minutes after he was injured after making a tackle during a match against the Cincinnati Bengals. He collided with the Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins in the incident on Monday night. He then managed to get up to his feet and appeared to adjust his helmet before tumbling backwards and lying motionless. The bill said his heart stopped before his heartbeat um, was then restored on the pitch by medical staff. Yeah, so, yeah. Thank God he's not, you know, it, it wasn't um, certified, you know what I'm trying to say? But, um, but yeah, hopefully he recovers um, soon, man. And the last thing I wanted to talk about is about Lawrence Ocoli, who's a, you know, world champion, WBL cruiserweight um, uh, titleist. And basically, th there was like an issue that was going on between him and Eddie Hearn, basically, right? Yeah. And then, let me just read it. So basically, Eddie Hearn has taken exception to Lawrence Ocoli's attempt to align himself with a new promoter, apparently, right? So like I said, Ocoli, who's a WBO cruiserweight um, champion, um, and Hearn, the head of Matchroom, were in a legal battle over his contract. So Ocoli believed that he had fulfilled his obligations with Matchroom, while Matchroom believed Ocoli owed them one more fight. But Ocoli said that he had a lucrative offer from another promoter and presented it to Hearn, but Hearn refused to match it. So it was recently uh, reported by different outlets, um, seconds out, I believe I, I saw their interview with Ocoli um, this morning. But basically what it was is that there was some uncertainty about his promotional status here. Yeah? Ocoli is headed to to fight his uh, mandatory defence against David Light on March the 11th in London. Um, and that's projected to be promoted by Boxer, who's like a promotional upstart, right? And one of the key content providers for Sky Sports. So yeah, long story short, um, like I just said, there was a dispute between if there was like an additional fight he had to fight on the matchroom. So when he's gone to Eddie Hearn to be like, yo, this is what I'm getting from, I think, Boxer, yeah? Um, can you match this so I can stay on matchroom? He's like, what are you talking about matching this, basically? Like, you still got a fight in, in this contract. He's like, what are you talking about? The contract says, this is how many fights I've got with you. I've done that. You know what I'm saying? So there was a back and forth about that. And um, yeah, long story short, they've settled it now. And um, yeah, Akoli, like, he really handled it professionally, man. Because it's, it's not like he's been slandering Eddie Hearn like a, a lot of other boxers would do. Um, and obviously, to be fair, he has every right to. But um, yeah. Got a lot of respect for Akoli. He's a, he's a talented fighter as well, man. Young and world champion. And he's doing a lot of stuff outside the ring as well. He's got this thing called Akoli Fit, where it's kind of just motivating people to stay fit. All different things as well, and which, which he actually is a coach in the whole thing as well, right? Um, also, um, he's into, like, I think there's like a new scheme business where he's trying to look at ways to provide some type of aftercare for boxers. Because obviously he's realized that it's happened to so many boxers already yeah, where you could be world champion, but when you, once you retire and now you're dealing with the after effects of all them blows to your head and, and certain things happening in life, no one cares for you. You know what I'm saying? See you down the street, you're just living regular life. You know what I'm saying? It's not like these guys can get um, regular jobs as well. So if they haven't made the money during their boxing careers, they kind of suffer at the end of it. And not only that, people who were young, for example, but due to certain injuries, have had to drop out of boxing, can't box no more, don't really have 
any type of support, be it therapy or, or otherwise. And so he's kind of looking into that and trying to provide a way for that kind of support to be there and, and readily accessible and available for boxers as well. So again, for a young man to be doing that as well, and a world champion as well, much respect to him, man. And I'm glad he's kind of sorted out this thing with Eddie Hearn as well. And it hasn't been something that's kind of just lingering there and trying to mess up his career, pretty much. So yeah, all the best uh, to Lawrence Okoli in his fight against David Lightman. And that's the end of the headlines. All right, then let's get into Don out here then, man. Well, first Don out of the year. I'm going to warm these up in. I'm going to ease it in. This is nice, light. You get me? This is a celebration. Man getting paid out. You get me? Shouts out Ryan Parkinson. BMW are done out here for discrimination and everything there. Basically, I don't know how it works here, but when you um, when you go on your lunch break, do you have to say that you're going now? Uh, don't you always tell your boss you're going? I don't know. I've never, I've never had no boss. <laughs> I think it depends on the type of job you have. But like, normally, if, if you've you, got a if set you have a set, time. If you've got a set um, lunch break... I guess if you're working in a corporate environment, then you just go. Yeah. If you're working retail, maybe mm -hmm. that's when you tell your boss in case there's something you've got to do before you leave, or you might be in the middle of something. Like for example, if you're <coughs> at a till, mm -hmm. serving the customer, and if you're lunch break, you don't just drop everything and walk. What about if you're at like a factory kind of settings, like a kind of thing? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. I would. Because then they clock in, mm -hmm. clock off. Mm -hmm. you feel me? If you've got if you've got a set lunch time, mm -hmm. like twelve o'clock every single day. And I'm sure you just, you just yeah. Know. And I think it depends on the the culture. Yeah, the culture, the environment. Like, you know, yeah. that's all the little. Well, I only wanted to go into this side because, like I said, big up Ryan Parkinson. He got himself with some money, man. Now, unfairly dismissal. He's in this works in an assembly line, so mm. I don't know. He would, like I said, he would clock on, clock mm. off. Mm. You'd have your set lunch yeah. time. You should be able to go about your business, isn't it? Mm. I read this. What caught my mind? I mean, caught my eye. Sorry. Assembly worker Ryan Parkinson was sacked twice for leaving the BMW plant to go and get food. Firstly, was this one was this one occasion? How did he get sacked twice? I Unless think he got sacked, rehired. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Do you reckon? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I kind of looked into it. So it was, it was basically like um, what Yusuf said. Oh, they sacked him. Yeah, then he's he's kind of contested it. Re rehired him. <laughs> rehired and then, and then and they sacked him again. Yeah, for a similar thing. For the same the thing. Same, similar same thing. Basically, you can't do what you want out here, man. We're down <laughs> bad. We are working hard, earning taxpayers. You work your time that's been allotted to you. You go to lunch and you get fired. Donnie got fired for going Burger King. He got fired for going Burger King. He was gone for about an hour. He was supposed to be allowed to be gone. That was his lunch break. What he was, came back. They sacked him. What was, what was their, their justification behind it? You never told no one you was going nowhere. Oh. You never... Like, and he's saying, are you not stupid? You was saying... <laughs> He's saying, what do you mean I never told no one? We was all there talking about food. It's lunchtime. Mm. You were saying you want a kebab. Yeah. Everybody was saying they want a kebab. You get me? You man said you want a kebab. I said, I don't want no kebab. Yeah. I want Burger King. I jumped on my scooter. I went Burger King. What are you talking about? I come back sacked. That's cahoots, isn't it? I think, I, think, I think BMW are in cahoots with the kebab shop. And they got a deal that they sent all their <laughs> workers down there at lunchtime. And they was breaking up. It didn't make no sense to me. Because this man ain't done nothing wrong. Well, was he the only one who went... Went for lunch. I had a group of people who were just talking about kebabs. No, they went kebab shop, I think. I think they went kebab shop. I'm guessing they went and had kebab. But he don't even know, actually. After oh, they were all talking it. about kebab, he heard the kebab. He said, no, I'm not on this kebab flow. I know what I'm looking. A whopper thing. 
and said, I want Burger King. And he, and he went there. But for him to get sacked, he must have acted alone. Because if, if a group of people yeah. are all discussing about lunch, just say they're discussing about lunch at 11.50, mm-hmm. again, for lunch at 12, if they're all talk, talking about, yeah, I'm getting kebab, I'm getting this. I'm sure they're all going out for lunch, not just him by himself. Yeah. So why is he being singled out? He said, it's, he said it's discrimination and race related, man. Okay. Like, they're telling him, like, like that's what he's saying. He's being reprimanded literally for not telling anyone. And again, obviously, there's different rules in different workplaces, but I don't understand what they mean. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't tell anyone if he was on his lunch break. Like, well, I'm sure. What's, what's the I'm sure that's not a sackable offense. That, that might be a little meeting, or you know what I mean, they, they, well, he got got, he got got. They got him out of it. But every cloud, silver lining. Um, the tribunal, he was awarded £16,916. It's going to go a long way. Yeah, It's going to go a long way in this in this day and age we're living in, in this climate and this cost of living on this godforsaken island. It's going to go a long way. So big up him. You get all the Burger King you want, Killy. <laughs> get all the Burger King you want. You are absolutely back right now. So yeah, man, go live your life. Do your thing. Get your money, man. But BMW, man, stop being racist, man. If a black man want burger, let them go get their burgers, man. It's not everyday kebab. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's not everyday kebab. I don't understand. Like I said, user, a lot of users are damn bad. I've never really played by rules. So I don't understand how a man could be getting sacked and be getting in trouble for going Burger King on his lunch break when that's what he's entitled to mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. But I don't know. If some of you that can make more sense of this, then go ahead. But BMW, you are definitely done out here. And it's for being racist. That's what it's for. Come on, man. Burger King to the world, man. 16 racks, man. Big up Ryan, man. Get your money. <laughs> Let's get into this outro. When you get paid out for stuff like that, is it tax-free? Oh, no, you know. No, I don't. It should be. Is it? I think it should be. I don't know if it is. Because mm. if they tax it, then... Uh. I'm not too sure. Should be, though, isn't it? Game yeah, show money's tax-free, isn't it? That I don't oh, know. you know. That I don't know. I Game show know. money's tax-free, man. Completely. Yeah, winnings on, like, deal or no deal and that. But I swear yeah. the... Um, lottery. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not tax-free, is it? No, I don't think the lottery's tax-free, you know? Yeah, game show money's not taxed. Gambling winnings aren't taxable also. Yeah, see? Mm. The lottery, that means lottery's not taxing then. The it's tax. gambling. Mm. Tax-free, man. Tax-free, baby, baby! Right, Come on, good, man. Mm. Let's get in the bookies. <laughs> 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 well, make sure you don't go coral because they're trying to pay you. Yeah, for real. You get me. But thanks for a great show. Thanks for pulling up. Hope you don't missed us. Hope you're not ready for a new year. We're going to be here every day. Bigger, better, more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um... You have to pay on anything that is set, settlement and stuff. Okay. You have to pay tax on it. Oh, um, sorry. I thought you were telling, yeah, I thought you were telling me this. income tax. I thought, income. You was, I thought you was breaking the news to them that they got to start paying now. I was, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay. Mm. Yeah. That. Oh, so you're saying any settlement, you got to pay tax on it? Yeah, because it's, it's deemed as income. Oh, so it's, what, what would this tax bracket be? What would that, what's, that, what's that tax? Oh, okay. What's that? 30% of tax on it or something? What is it? Hold up. No, um, oh, I don't know what his, yeah, what his the, income the, is. Yeah, his income, yeah. It's not as good as 16 racks, then it's, tax, it's not as good as this. It's tough out here, man. Yeah, it's still, still something. Because no, if, if he gets a new job now, you still got that lump sum, innit? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah. It's tough out here, though, man. Mm-hmm. 
put it down on the property or something, man. If you, well, obviously, add it to what you got. If you got, have something. the rates even dropped yet? Nah, man, they haven't. <laughs> We're down bad anyway, man. You know how it goes, man. Make sure you don't like the video. Um, follow the community. Share the video. Get used to doing it every day. Like, share, subscribe. Put the bell on. Retweet. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Retweet. Mm-hmm. There's there's a new something on on the Twitter page that Brent's putting out every single day. Every so people, day. Yeah, man. So if you can, please retweet that summary of the whole show and everything before the show as well, so you get you know insight into what we're going to be talking about. That threw me when he's when I saw the summary of the show before the show, and I was like, okay. <laughs> there you go, man. One head on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a summary of the show though it's just a headline yeah just a headline we're going to be chatting about there <laughs> will be a summary oh yeah, mm. uh, well, like I said man get involved man get involved keep joining the community keep sharing is there anything else have I told you to do everything yeah pretty much yeah alright cool man we'll see you in the morning man peace peace out